Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hey, look, it's a giant pile of stupidity. Looks like you found Common Man and T-Bone. Big Husky Kid. So I think your statue should be you running. If that's what it is, if that's what I become known for, I'd be thrilled. But I, I'm with you. I need to see that needs to be a thing for a few more years before we get there. And uh, I don't know what defines me. Reaching into your pants during commercial breaks. I was going to say, my face. <laughs> yeah. Produced by Panama Ted. Too hot. And a plethora of sounds that make no sense. Pay me a stick of bubble gum. For what? Cracks and gaps. Re-racket. Yeah. Time to penetrate your ear hole. This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Monday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We have a huge show today. Oh, yeah. Girthy. Mm-hmm. The segment that's not a segment. Yikes. Is at 434. Jason's beef. At 534. And we have a very special announcement to start the show today. Oh, we do. Uh, Teddy will not be here tomorrow. Which is odd, because normally he takes Wednesdays off because mm-hmm. he hates Wild Card Wednesday. Teddy, why are you taking tomorrow off? Out of curiosity. I just thought I'd change it up a little bit. Change no. it up. Yeah. Don't, don't change lie it to up. people. Yeah, That's not change why. Change it up. I mean, it's a big trade deadline day, so I have to be at home in front of my TV <laughs> to see if the Reds do anything. Tomorrow. That's not why. Tomorrow is Teddy's birthday. Too hot! Yeah. Oh, It's Too Hot Tuesday. How about that? Teddy, tomorrow is Teddy, Too Hot Tuesday. Tomorrow will be 51. Mm. He's an adult. Look at you. You've grown up. Yeah. Right before our very eyes. Mm-hmm. You've grown up. I'm all grown up. Well, Teddy told me his special plans for tomorrow, no joke, is to go to Steak and Shake with his mom, which is adorable. That is it's adorable. <laughs> that is adorable. And you know what? For people who don't know, and I hope, Ted, I'm not shedding too much info here. Your mom is like one of the biggest Browns fans in the history of the planet, right? She, she, Browns and Buckeyes, yeah. Yes. So Ted goes over, even though he is a Cowboys fan, Ted goes over and watches every Browns game, or as many as you can, yes. with your mom yes. during football season. So I know you guys have a very good bond over sports and football specifically. So this is nice for your birthday. Of course you should go spend it with your mom. That's great. Absolutely. I'll be signing autographs from noon to one. <laughs> you <laughs> laugh. Someone will show up and ask for your autograph. And that actually, don't ask Ted for his autograph. Ask his mom. Yeah. Go right up to mom and say, are you t- Panama Ted's mom? She'll go, yes. And say, great. Can I have your autograph? Yes. Would your mom know Panama Ted if someone said Panama Ted? Yeah, she know that she's aware. Yeah. Okay. She All knows. Right. Yeah, because Ted walks over. He's like, oh, man, they're calling me Panama Ted now, mom. And I she's got like, my what own socks. Hell? Look at these socks, mom. <laughs> your boy done got socks. <laughs> <laughs> Who picked Steak and Shake? You or mom? Well, she was running through different places to go to, and I decided steak and shake it was my final decision I, she named several restaurants what else was on the table mitchell's uh, um <laughs> no 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 surf and no, turf. no, no, no. Like, it's like no, i don't need that it's like uh like olive garden bob evans okay just yeah. or any you know any 
fast food type of place that I wanted to go to or anything. And sure. she had mentioned to me that she had been to Steak and Shake a few weeks ago. And I was like, oh, that's that sounds like a pretty good thing. I haven't been to Steak and Shake in a while. And who doesn't like a burger and a milkshake? I'll right? tell you what, man. The, the Frisco melt there, one of my all-time favorite food things anywhere, period. They got the nice, thin, and crispy fries. Yes, they do. Yeah, the shoes, I, shoes, I, I, I enjoy fries. that very much. If you don't get those with at least a cup of the cheese dip that you take a little fry and just the first one you dip into that cup is always the best. All the other ones afterwards, it's kind of doesn't work the same. But that first fry into that first vat of cheese dip. Oh, so good. You know what else is tomorrow, Teddy? First day Mm. on the app, on the app only Mm. for the beefy crunch burrito at Taco Bell. Yes. Mm. I got on there this morning thinking maybe they would cheat. No, let me get it today. No, no, no. They're not going to no. do that. No. Also, we are, and again, I love Taco Bell, and I'm. This is no disparagement to Taco Bell, but we are relying on the average Taco Bell restaurant to have ingredients in stock. As well, wouldn't they the be mo- ready to go? I know, but you and I both have experienced times where it's like, "Hi, I'm at Taco Bell," and they're like, "Sorry, we're out of beef. We're out of." All no, soda. They should be there late night tonight training everybody. <laughs> I gotcha. I'm just telling you. That occasionally is a problem. So let's hope I they've got everything there. Today, honey, I got beefy crunch burrito training after work. What would you do if they get there and like we can make the entire burrito except we are out of the uh flaming hot Fritos. Fritos. No, I, th- no. That's what makes it. I know. That's the glue that ties this all together. What if they put in we'll give you regular Fritos in it? No, we just I don't put, want that. And we'll give you all the hot sauce you want. No. Okay. It's not the same. I agree with you. I'm just saying, don't put it past that to happen, is what I'm saying. All right, Red Legs, take two or three from the Dodgers this weekend. They have a suddenly very big series with the Cubs tonight, Teddy. Well, that's, How I mean, about that? The Cubs? Resurgent Cubs. Are hey. you going to give them life, or are you going to kill them? Let's you, kill them. You, yes, let's yeah! kill them. Right, yeah, what's Ted going to say? No, I actually like to see the Cubs complete this comeback and take over the division. Well, sometimes no, Ted that. is not optimistic about his team. You don't want that, of course. But he just saw him take two or three from the Dodgers. That's right. They can beat all the other good teams. Can't beat Milwaukee. They no. can beat all the other good teams. I'll tell you, you know, we, we like to look at the run differentials from time to time, and I know they don't necessarily always tell the story, right? But Except when they do. Well, the top the top three teams in that division. Reds are leading the division, record of 58 and 49. They have a run differential on the entire season of plus three. Which, of course, probably has to do with a lot of the first half of the season, not as much the second half of the season. I digress. Brewers, run differential on the season, minus 14. They are half a game behind the Reds, minus 14 run differential. All right. Do you know what the Cubs' run differential is on the season? No. Take a guess. Plus 53. Uh, What do you say, Mike? It's plus. It's plus. Yeah. It is plus? Yeah. Uh, Plus 30. Plus 57. Look at you, Teddy. Plus 57. Look at Ted. I'm saying I knew it was high. These teams are all within four games of each other. One of them is plus three on the season. One's minus 14. One's plus 57. And that's the one that's trying to come back. The plucky underdog story of the overspending and overtaxed Cubs. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you love how big of an underdog they are, Mike. Because like, you know they're you know underdogs. What? If I cared, I would care. <laughs> Not in the that's good way. That's my new saying. <laughs> if, if I you- cared... I would care. Mm. Good news. Pirates right behind them. Minus 71 right run differential. That's yeah, that's not good. Minus 71. Who cares? What, yeah, are, the, right. what are the A's? I think they're going to set a oh, record. Yeah. The well, let's see. I've got them all here. Hang on. 
It's got to be uh, like 200 something, right? <laughs> it, it is. So right. It's over 200. Right, here are the biggest run differentials in Major League Baseball this year. Nationals, as far as negative. Nationals, minus 94. Bad. Rockies, minus 148. Bad. Royals, minus 169. Bad. But coming in at the last place, minus 255. Bad. That is your Oakland Athletics. I wonder what the record is for a season. You know what? I have no idea. They got to be knocking on the door. I mean, they've they're they've played. They're thirty and seventy seven. So quick math tells me that's one hundred and seven ball games they've played. That means on average they're giving up roughly like a differential per game of like almost two runs, yeah, two but, and a half runs. And, and record wise, them the Royals are right there with them. Royals are thirty two and seventy five. That's what I mean. They're A's right there are 30 with and them. 77. It's not yes. like the Royals have won ten more games. No, no. Yet the run they're, differentials. There's a hundred. It's a hundred <laughs> run difference. <laughs> It's so bad. I have the record for you. Oh, what is the record? It was set by the 1899 Cleveland Spiders. Oh, good. And it was minus 723. Whoa! Jesus! Wow! (laughs) What was that? Minus what? They allowed 1252 runs and they gave up 520, or they scored 529 runs. Oh, my Lord. Man. Wow. All right. You know what? A's, not so bad. Now, Mo- but you know what? Modern baseball. Modern, modern baseball. baseball, you have to go to the 1932 Red Sox, and they were at minus 349. All right. That's within striking distance. You're less than 100 away. Mm-hmm. Keep it going. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Uh, trade deadline is tomorrow. David Bell gets a three-year extension. He got that on Friday. So, All right. Let the guy live. that... I think we have collectively fired on this show I've at fired least him a dozen ten times. times. Yeah, and I'll probably say. fire him ten more times. Right. But what are you going to do? That's fine. It's the last year of his deal, he gets something. Yeah, they're leading the division. I'm trying to see what they are. Yeah, I guess it doesn't matter for the wild card because they're currently in the lead. But yeah, I mean, they Reds are in a very good spot right now. They just have to keep, they have to maintain. Keep the Cubs at bay. Well, yeah. And let's not fool around with the Brewers anymore. Did you see the times for all those Cubs games, too? No. no. They're all at 8 o'clock. There's no day games. Oh, wow. That's unusual for it's a four. Games. It's a four-gamer, yeah, right? Yeah, it's a four-game four series. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's very odd. Yeah, because they're not allowed to play night games on Friday. Oh, why not? I mean, I'm sure. Wrigleyville Ordinance or something. Oh, okay. That's so good. if the Cubs are at home on Friday, it's always during the day. But I think every other day, they can have a night game. Is that... <laughs> That's a, a fun way. I know what you meant. That's a fun way you, of saying you know, you every day they can't have a night game. Uh, the Friday thing, is that recent or has that always been that way? It's always been that way. Okay. I don't know if that was because like rich a-holes bought Wrigleyville houses and then said, we don't like baseball games being I don't know going what, the, on at what night. the purpose of it is. I think too many people were taking dumps on the lawn. <laughs> hey! Hey, Cubs! Yeah. In fairness, the dumps show up much better during the late dusk as they do during <laughs> right. the, well, like overnight where you're like, what did I step in? I guess I have to wait till morning to figure it out. Uh, we have some sad news today, kids. I saw this. Uh, Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens, has died at the age of 70. Mm. He apparently was fighting cancer privately. So I'm a sorry statement to hear that. was released today. I'll tell you, I say this without, you know, kidding around. He was. Like, for a two-year period, my whole world. Really? When I was a kid. Oh, my God. I loved Pee-wee so much. I'd watch the movie, like, ten times. Oh, sure. Yeah, that was uh, that came out, what? Is that Pee-wee's Big Adventure was 85. 
So that was that eighty five. Yeah. So you probably yeah you would have been like five six I mean, years to, old to this day. I use lines from that movie. You know whether it's the basement of the Alamo, just something right. stupid, of course, like that. And I I have to remind myself sometimes because now I'm you know the older guy where I don't necessarily understand things, right? And I'm like ah oh, these kids, they're on YouTube. What are they doing? What are people opening up packages on YouTube and has 5 million subscribers? What's going on here, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And then I got to think, like, every generation had something like that. Like, the way our parents and grandparents must have thought about my obsession with Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Well, they probably were thinking, like, whatever happened to the good old days of Mr. Ed? And then now you're like, I like this dude riding around on a bike in a suit going, ha, ha. Like, this, that's, that's what he wants to see? Why? And, but it was great. Yeah, it was funny. It was funny for a kid... You know, and my dad liked watching it, too, because it had enough ridiculous adult humor in there that flew right over my head. Of course. He enjoyed it. Um, He had a little incident with the, was it exposing himself? I feel like, but I feel like there was something to that later where it was like, it wasn't as bad as we initially. Wasn't he in a theater? I I think he was at a, but I thought he was in a theater. I thought he was in a place where it was like a. He unleashed the gherkin. Yeah, that's, it says, uh. Says he was arrested for, uh, he was at an adult movie theater and yeah. had a little happy time. Him and, <laughs> okay. Him and Fred Willard, they were well, there together. I'll say this though, like going back to some of the stuff that he did, the influence that he had on comedy and just in general, like I'm sure your sense of humor, certainly my sense of humor, the whole having that special word in uh, the playhouse, Pee Wee's Playhouse, where the word of the day is such and such. And then the whole show you're watching and waiting for someone to say the word so that they all lose their minds. Start screaming. Right. Ah! <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not saying it's totally that, but how many radio shows have done things oh, like, we, like my guys? We yeah. didn't, I'm sure you, that's not been crafted after Pee Wee's Playhouse, but it's undeniable that those things as a kid inform the thoughts we have growing up. And then, you know, we find a way to have, oh, look, the word of the day, my guys, like it's a symbol. It's a thing that you get to say. People know what it means. The word of the day thing. I, I think some of that had to have seeped into our thought process on a lot of these things that we do on the show. So, yeah, a big influence for sure. R.I.P. Pee Wee. I'll miss you. Ryan Day loses one, but it's not all bad news. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Traffic sponsored by Staples Stores and a good Monday to you. Your first traffic update is as such. And we started watching a wreck clearing out along westbound State Route 104. And this is at South High Street from the off-ramp. Just give yourself a few extra minutes within those clearing stages. Build-up already has begun on northbound 71 over on the south side. Green Lawn as you ease over to 70. And the downtown split at 70 is already seeing bumper-to-bumper traffic. Eastbound from the 315 West Split to Front Street, westbound from US 23 over to 71. Staples has what you need for travel. Passport photos, luggage, headphones, even personal travel-sized items. Now get $10 off your purchase of 30 or more when you buy a travel service. In-store only, offer ends September the 16th. Exclusions apply. Staples, your first stop to non-stop travel. I'm Lena for 97.1, the fan traffic. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. 
That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Off topic is on brand. This is Man and Bone. All right, a couple more thoughts because uh, Pee Wee Herman died today. Sure. Paul Rubens. And we're talking about Pee Wee's Big Adventure. And there's a lot of people who we're talking to who they weren't even born. Right. When that movie was out in 85. I mean, but, I was but a toddler when it came out. Unlike you, who I think you were in what, second, third grade by that point? You want me to stab you with this pen right now? <laughs> Anywho, we had it on beta. Did you really? I, mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't see it when Look it came out that. in the theater, but we had it on beta. Okay. I'd watch it all the time. Uh, that was, for those who are unaware, Tim Burton directed yes. that movie. Yeah. Danny Elfman did the music. That was the first, like, real big collaboration that they had. Mm -hmm. And Tim Burton cast Pee-wee to be the Penguin's father in Batman Returns. Wait, what? Off character, obviously. Oh, oh. He wasn't playing Pee-wee Herman in Batman Returns. (laughs) Okay. Paul Rubens played Oswald Cobblepot's father. Right. I forgot all about in that. In Batman Returns. It's been a while since I've seen that. But if you go watch it tonight, if you've never seen anything with Pee-wee before, you have to embrace the absurdity of this. Because it's Pee-wee who is just a man-child who you can't imagine having any sex organs whatsoever. No. Hanging around with Dottie, his female friend, who clearly wants to get with him. Although why, I have no idea, because he has no sex organs whatsoever. Right. The entire movie is him trying to get a bike back (laughs) that was stolen from him. (laughs) Yes, but a very special bike it was. A very special bike. And and to this day, when I hear this song, all I think about is Pee-wee with the white shoes on top of the table. Of course. Yeah, that dance with the, like where he's on his toes doing the little knee bent. I don't know what you call that. Whatever that dance is, the Pee-wee Herman is what I would call it. Terrific. It's absurd. There's a lot of good lines in that movie. When he's on the payphone and he says, I'm in Texas and wherever he's talking to, I forget it was, said, prove it. <laughs> he just yells out, the stars at night are big and bright, and everybody responds to him. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's, I think we've had that sound clip before of him yelling. Yeah, that. I think so. I think we've used it. Teddy, uh, did you enjoy the peewee? I mean, Teddy's 51. This was right in his wheelhouse, right? I was a little old for the peewee, oh, I think. Oh, man, yeah, look so, at that. I think yeah. it, I have to say, like, I remember Pee Wee Herman. I remember more of the show than the movie. I remember what's funny is I'm watching The Matrix as an adult, and I'm like, holy cow, there's Cowboy Curtis. Because <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne That's right. was in Pee Wee's Playhouse playing a cowboy. You know who else was in it? Who am I? I I'm sure there's someone else I'm forgetting. Phil Hartman. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, Phil Hartman. And Paul Rubens were good friends. Oh, wow. And he played one of the characters in Pee-wee's Playhouse. I didn't realize that. And of course, he had uh, Conky. Was it Conky? Conky was Genie. Yeah. Who was the chair? Was it Cherry? Was that Chair? Cherry. Which was a chair. (laughs) The talking chair. Conky was the phone? No. What was Conky? I forget which one Conky was. I forget. Anyway, Anyway, they had, yes. It was absurd. But you know what? Go watch it tonight. I'm just saying there we have a lot of absurd things that we have found culture that we enjoy, 
But this is one that, yeah, I think Pee Wee's Playhouse and certainly Pee Wee's Big Adventure, that movie was one of, if not both of those, probably hit. If you're a certain age group, it was a big deal. So, yeah, and he had a lot of other things he did after that, but this is one of the main things he's known for, clearly. What was the what was the uh, sequel that didn't do nearly as well? Was that was it? I don't was know. it Big Top Pee Wee? That was sounds that, right. Under the Big Top, or yeah, something to do with the circus. I feel like you're big, right. Big Top Pee Wee. Yeah, Tim Burton didn't do that one. I remember my parents when we would go because I was I would get movies at the library. Mm-hmm. They would have videos for rent that were free. They just had to be in stock. And I remember seeing one of those the first time and being like, hey, mom, it's Pee Wee's. And my mom was like, no, nah, because was it like PG or something? Yeah. Okay. I think my mom was I mean, at the it's, time. It's for kids. I know. But at the time we were on this, like, if it's PG, kids are not watching. Oh, it had to be G. G. We G. were only on G. And then eventually we got to PG. But I, this is real. I went to my cousin's house in New Jersey when I was probably 14 or 15 years old. Family vacation. We went every summer. My cousins, Lindsay and Chris, who were younger than me, were telling me about this new movie I had to watch called Jurassic Park because it had just come out on video. And of course, it had been the theaters and all that stuff. What, like, a, we, what a stunted person. They're like, we have it. And I was like, I I literally did the thing where I'm like, ah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch that. My mom is usually pretty crazy You're about stuff You're a teenager like that. at this point. Well, they, they were the ones who were saying, it's PG-13. You're four, You're shaving. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I you're probably- bald. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're losing your hair, <laughs> man. Male pattern baldness for crying out loud. Yeah, so I went upstairs and was like, hey, mom and dad, I think uh, I was like, oh, I think I'm going to oh, I think I'm going to uh, watch uh, a PG-13 movie with if that's okay. And my my aunt and uncle, my dad's sister, gave them crap. And were like, he's not allowed to watch PG-13 movies. He's going to drive next year. He's got to be able to watch this. So, so what happened? Did you watch it? Yeah. All right. That's where I watched it. First time, first PG-13 movie. I like how you had to go check with him. Too. I did. Well, you know. Uh, Mom and dad. I was a good Christian boy. They only allow one F word per movie. I swear I won't repeat it. And then after that, my cousins were like, you know, what? we've also got Barb Wire on video. If you want to watch that, just get right to the R yes. movies. And we, so we watched Pam Anderson on that one. So that was good. And say to your mom, like, this is this is not rated. This is below <laughs> G. Yeah. It's softer yeah. than G. Right. It's a not rated it's movie. So, it's so not offensive. The I, ratings board took a look at it and said, ah, not even worth our time. I know. I don't. I need to find out what movie it is. My parents at one time rented a PG-13 movie. This is back, you know, mid early eighties, sometime like that. And like a naked person ran it. It was before they had worked out that PG or maybe it was a PG movie. Because remember they had PG and R. Right. There was and they no, had to come up with PG thirteen. Yeah. So I think whatever movie it was, there was one where like someone came across the screen and barely any clothing or had like was topless and it was for a half a second. But to my parents, that was like, we're never letting our kids watch PG. So when PG-13 came out, they were like, that's pretty much like an X-rated movie. We're not letting that do you happen. Know, do you know the movie that changed all that? I want to say it was, was it a, a Indiana Jones? Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. what I thought. That was a PG movie. And a lot yes. of people thought, this is not, it's a little too intense this is, for PG. This is too much for just PG. What would it be, Ted, if it was a little too much for PG? Too hot. Thank you. I, I didn't like that. That wasn't very enthusiastic. It was, it was a, a oh, little. Sorry. I caught him off guard. Too hot. There we go. Good job, Teddy. <laughs> All right, Ryan Day. I swear. Next, no more Pee Wee. Ryan Day lost the commitment, but that's okay. I'll tell you why. 
Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. New problem spot to tell you about. Traffic sponsored by Wendy's. Late night open until midnight or later. We're looking at westbound on 270 between Allen Creek over to Southside. US 23 Southside. Crash in the median and on the left berm. Causing backups already on this Monday. Westbound 670 at a stop and go. 71 to 3rd Street. Eastbound on 70, a little slow, mound over to state routes at 315, and you've got some slowdowns along northbound 71, starting from 670 as you try and get to 11th Avenue for this Monday afternoon. Wendy's is open until midnight or later, which means all your favorite menu items are up later, too. The Baconator still tastes just as juicy and bacony at night, so listen to that craving and turn in for the night at a Wendy's drive-thru. Hours may vary at participating U.S. Wendy's. I'm Lena on board 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Today's special value is three hours of stupid. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinder Motor Company. The segment that's not a segment, yikes. At 434, Jason's B. At 534, all right, recruiting. Ryan Day loses a five-star guy. This is 2025 class corner Jonte Gilbert. Uh, he is... He was the first commitment of the 2025 class. And now he's been visiting southern schools. South Carolina, Georgia, Auburn, Tennessee, North Carolina State. Hey! Yeah. Georgia Tech, Texas A&M, and others. And so they'll have to go back to the drawing board because that was a big target for 2025 at a position that they desperately need to attract big five-star talent. That's bad news. Yeah. The good is. news is uh, they got a top five 2024 corner in Aaron Scott. So he commits to Ohio State. He had a little uh, video press conference trickery where, oh. well, Michigan was one of his final teams. And I guess Oregon was one of his final teams. And he's wearing sunglasses. Let him live. And uh, he, he takes out a Michigan bag. And a okay. lot of people, oh, Michigan, oh, Michigan bag. But then he takes an Ohio State jersey out uh-huh. of the Michigan bag oh. as the psych out. Oh, and he wow. puts on the jersey, and then mom and dad sit next to him at the table, unbutton their shirts, and they had Ohio State shirts on underneath that. Okay, so they that's now that's classic. I like that, and that's not going to be forgotten. By the way, I'm sure by the Michigan fans because they'll remember that as one of those moments where they thought they had him and they didn't. I uh, I do like it when. There's an elaborate uh, unveiling of how this goes, of where their school choice is. When it's the school that I pick, when it's my school's, when it's they're picking my school, then I feel really good about that. When it's they do this and then it ends up somewhere else, I really don't like it. I also, this is not in relation to that, uh, who was the guy that decommitted? Jonte um, Gilbert. Gilbert, right. But I saw this tweet 
this past over the weekend, one of these message board guys from Bama. And I think it's instructive because I'm sure there are Buckeye fans who feel some kind of way about, you know, top pick or top guy that's possibly coming to your place. He decommits and people get mad. This was about a player and I forget the player's name, but this was on one of the Bama message boards where they lost a Bama player to Auburn. Okay. Okay. And of course, what's the first thing I'm sure what people most think about John T. Gilbert, right? This guy committed. Suddenly he's decommitting. Someone offer him something better than what he was going to be offered at Ohio State from a monetary standpoint. Don't know if that's the case, but that's where a lot of fans go, right? I think this is instructive, and let's all keep how this sounds in mind and how it looks. This Bama fan said, my problem with this is where are the parents? Are they so greedy selling their kids to the highest bidder? They don't have any integrity or teach their kids to have any. My kid wouldn't be flipping or changing a damn thing. My kid would be honoring his freaking word or getting his ever-loving ass kicked by me a person is only worth their word if you can't be trusted or believed in you're useless and won't amount to anything and he goes on but i'm just i know fans do this from time to time i would i would caution everybody to realize this is not the world of recruiting that it was 10 years ago let alone 30 years ago whatever time period you're thinking of in some ways it is because this stuff was happening without our knowledge but now it's all more out in the open now you have Name, image, and likeness is a thing. You have these collectives working to secure this. I'll tell you what, if if Jonte Gilbert doesn't come here, if he ultimately has uh, reopened his commitment, right? So he can go. Yeah, I mean, I guess he probably, he can, isn't, he probably isn't coming back he here. He can but, commit again, but I wouldn't assume so. Right. My point being, make a better deal. At some, at some point, don't you think Ohio State knows what the value is? They know who the players are that they value and who they don't. Don't you think as much as these collectives are now working with the schools at some point, there's only going to be so much money to go around. And at some point, these schools are likely to say, here's the priority list. Here are the guys we want. Certainly, he seems like someone they wanted, John Tay Gilbert. But stop making it about his integrity or other players integrity when they decommit. It's a business transaction at this point, just like it would be if you had seven offers for seven different jobs, you'd have to move around the country for all of them, and you got to pick which one you want to go to. It's going to be what benefits are there, give me the perks, tell me what makes it worth my while. All these schools that are recruiting these top-level guys are good. Now it becomes about the the secondary and third things that you can get. How yes, much money, how much course. of all this other and stuff. And that was always a thing, now it's just more officially a thing. Of course. With NIL. Trust me. I mean, there were guys shopping around for the best deals before. And even if that didn't include money. And who knows why this dude chose yeah, Auburn. Yeah, I have no, I have I no idea. I'll, it may not be. Maybe it was because, hey, Auburn sucks and I can play right away. Could be that. Right. As opposed to I have to go to Bama and sit behind a couple guys that are probably going to go in the first round. Right. You know, it could have been as simple as that. But what I find interesting about all of this, about the honoring your commitment and all that, and I'm I, look, I'm not tossing that out the window, but at the same time, when these coaches offer scholarships, they're not saying sign on the dotted line right here. It's guaranteed. No. Right. And maybe if you had that, maybe if coaches actually had to put their money where their mouth was every single time they offered a guy, then maybe the rules would change a little bit. Maybe you'd see guys honoring that. But what do they do? Especially for these you know, I want to say top tier programs, the wannabe top tier programs. What they'll do is they'll go out and offer scholarships to 150 people. Sure. Right? Hoping that a couple of them bite. Yes. But and, right. how would that philosophy change if they had to honor every single scholarship they offered? 
Well, and I know why that is, right? The top schools like Ohio State, Bama, Georgia, Texas, I don't really consider top, but you know what I mean. The top from a money standpoint, they're up there. These schools, when they offer, they are all com- you know competing for the same level of guy. And the lower level schools will throw their offer in too in case it happens that guy has a tie to the state or he's whatever. Maybe he has a relative that went to school there or something. There's a chance you might get someone to go to the lower level school if your name, image, and likeness program is good and if maybe there's a connection we don't know about, whatever. Maybe you have a crappy senior year. Yeah, right. All, all the big time schools drop off. Yeah. Or they or they cool on you. They'll be like, well, we, we want you, but you may have to gray shirt now. Yeah, oh, we yeah. want you, but you may have to, you know, uh, you may not play right away. So then they keep their options open. But when the big time guys pick one of those big time schools, then the secondary schools are like, well, there went 50 guys that we offered. They're not coming here. They've got to also offer the next like 50 guys, yeah, the, hoping that they get my, 10 of those my guys. My point right. is, there are games on both sides. Of course there are. Both yes. sides are playing yes. games. Oh, sure. I'm just saying, don't act like this is something where the schools are offering and going, we are committed to this player and we see nothing but benefits for this player and all we see is just honoring and integrity all the way with this player. And the players are sitting there going, yeah, man, get me the best deal. I don't care. I'm cynical. There's cynicism on both sides of this. There are there are cynical people in the NIL game, cynical people on the coaching staff, cynical people on the recruitment staff. It's it's all this way, and it's been this way for a long time. Maybe the volume's been turned up a little bit. Maybe it's yeah. out in the open a little bit. But that's why you and I didn't really jump on Deion Sanders like a lot of the people did. No, Deion, Deion Sanders is playing the game. Now, maybe you don't like the way he's playing the game. Maybe he's not good at it. Maybe he'll play this game and it backfires in his face. Time will tell. I have no idea. But Deion Sanders was put in a position where he's coaching a Power 5 school that won one game. Mm -hmm. They're terrible. And so he knows this is his opportunity to come in and show that he knows what he's doing. Because the coaching fraternity does not want him in it. Yeah, and I I laugh when people say, well, he's turned over more players than anybody in Division 1. Okay, sure. That's fair. You know what else has happened? Lots of schools that are not getting that publicity have had 25 guys, 20 guys, 18 guys that they've said, get out of here. Sorry, we have nothing for you. I'll, we'll honor your scholarship. You can keep being a student here. You can stick around and do classes, but you're not going to play football for us. We have no plans for you. And when people write these stories about Dion has taken this kid's dream away who wanted to play at Colorado, A, I'm skeptical. But also, how many other schools do that every year and we don't hear about it because it's like, ah, oh, that's just the meat grinder of college football, right? Some of these kids aren't going to work out. How many guys you see transfer when a new coach comes in? So it's it's not 40, but it's usually a solid couple dozen, half dozen at, at minimum. Like, And for those guys, their futures change, but we don't see the SI sob story written about that yeah. because there's not as many of them. But it's still, for those people, I'm sure it sucks. Trade deadline is tomorrow. The Reds need starting pitching, or do they? Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. ODOT is on the scene of an earlier wreck. Updates on that in just a second. Traffic sponsored by Family Dollar. We're talking about westbound 270 South Outer Belt between Alum Creek over to US 23 South Side. ODOT is on the scene of that collision. Cars in the median on the left berm. So you've got some extensive slowdowns out there. Mostly when it comes to gawker delays. Speaking of which, westbound on 70 downtown split, bumper to bumper, US 23 as you make your way over to 315 uh, west split. And then you've also got 670 heading westbound, a little slow at this time of the day, 71 as you try and move over to 3rd Street. 
Find more school essentials at Family Dollar. Stock up on pencils, glue sticks, crayons, and binders. Show off your style with dorm room basics and get fresh with stylish apparel. All on sale now. Family Dollar, helping you do more. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Barely famous. Incredibly stupid. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Monday. Baseball trade deadline is tomorrow. It's also Teddy's birthday tomorrow. So send him a white elephant gift. Hmm. Send me money. There you go. <laughs> no, wait, we can't start a right GoFundMe. <laughs> Why not? For Teddy's birthday. Who says we can't? Who says we can't get you some cash, Teddy? Why not? Uh, Guardians are going to sell. They're not doing it. Who they who they trade today, Teddy? Savali, uh, right? Yeah, Savali. Aaron, Aaron Savali was yes, dealt to the to, uh, Tampa Rays. Tampa, yeah. yeah, for a prospect. So they're going to be out. I, uh, I I still don't understand when you are in a position like they are, where certainly you are not in any way out of the playoff hunt. Why you every time have to feel like you have to deal something or someone just because I. Because, yes, you can get a, a – what is this guy, Ted? He's like a decent prospect. I think he's a first baseman, one of their better prospects Yeah, and they've always needed hitting. They usually have great pitching, but they've obviously given up on this – well, I shouldn't say they've given up on this season, but they – No, they're saying – This hasn't helped help them this season. They're saying whatever we are this season is going to have to be with what we have in the building, yes. and oh, by the way, we're dealing one of our no, guys who's in the building. We're going to get rid of him. I, I, I know, and I'm not saying this flippantly because I know it's frustrating – because if you're a Guardians fan, you're looking at a team that's half a game out of first place today. Right. This is not... Yeah, they're, they're back I get in, it. It's going to be tough if they end up being a wild card team. It's They're like six back there. It's, but, it's impossible to be a wild card team. Well, that's what but I'm this, saying. This like, division You have is, to win this division. It's right there. And, you know, maybe realistically the Guardians front office is looking at things saying, yeah, but then, all right, what do we do? We win this division, we sneak into the playoffs, and then we're swept out. We're embarrassed. We're gone. You know that. Uh, right. All right, I'm not saying that you make the playoffs and watch out. I'm not saying that because I don't think th- this team is good enough to be watch out, even in a short series. But it's frustrating from a fan base looking at the standings, seeing that the division is right there, and yet your team is again not going to do anything for it. No, I it it makes no sense to me, man. And I guess what I this is not the right way to look at it. I know divisions are different and the schedule's more balanced now, but. You look at how many times a year you see headlines with the Angels, mostly because of Shohei Otani, but obviously they have Mike Trout. Like, this is a team that you hear about all the time, the Angels. What is the Angels' record? They're 55 and 51, right? Yeah. Guardians are 53 and 53. And obviously, the Angels are having their own difficulties. They're trying to make the playoffs and all that other stuff, too. My point here is for a team that is just, it feels like almost every offseason, like, oh, yeah, we're. We're in the hunt, but not really. Like, we're not trying to add. We're not trying to do anything like that. You can at least give the Angels credit that they said, it seems like Shohei's off the market, and we're going for this this year. I don't know if it's going to work, but we're doing everything we can. And we're going to try to re-sign him in the offseason. 
We're doing everything we can. Their ownership's not the best ever, but they're trying at least this season to capitalize on what they have. It does feel like the Guardians every year are almost like, yeah, we're okay, and if we made a few moves, maybe we could make a run, but who needs that headache? Let's get something for the future so we can do this again in three years. Or, you know, every two or three years, we'll have a cycle of young guys that will come up, be halfway decent, keep us in the race, and then when it comes time to do something about that where we're in the race... Let's go out and add. Some, no, we're not going to. Let's get rid of those young guys. So, or the whoever the rental guys who we're not going to resign. We'll get rid of them at the deadline. We'll bring in some more young guys so we can repeat this and always be right around the playoffs, right around winning the division within striking distance, but never but, dangerous. Right? We're not the team right. that everyone's like. Oh, holy hell! Look out for them this year. They're just unbelievable. You're rarely, if ever, do you hear that about this Cleveland franchise? Well, they used to be. No, I know. You know, when that but, lineup was loaded one through nine, but uh, right, that's a long time ago now. Yeah, and I, I just feel like you also have a bona fide superstar up there in Jose Ramirez that you're just you're just getting by with. Kind of like how, again, they're different players. Shohei is a different level of superstar, right? But the Angels are like, we got him. I don't know about anything else. We got him and Trout, but everything else is just kind of in flux, right? Yeah, and well, it, now you just have him because Trout's out. You yeah, know, so. but I'm saying like, and that's been the case too a couple different times, but with the Guardians, it's like, we have Jose Ramirez, and that'll have to be enough. I hope hope everybody's good with that. And if you don't pitch to him, well, then we're, we really have nobody else in this lineup that's going to get you. We're not do anything about it. Right. And I, don't, I, I do not understand that approach with a, a superstar. Reds will be in the market for starting pitching. At least they should be. But uh, if you look at the, the starters ERA in the month of July, now this is just starter ERA. Padres are number one with a two four five ERA, which is good for a whole month. The Guardians are number two with a 3.07. And the Reds, Teddy, they're right there, number three with a 3.22 starters ERA in the month of July. That's uh, surprising, but if you think about it, they've pitched better, so maybe it, is that And this is real... with Hunter being dead. Yeah, and uh, Lodolo not in there either. So, right. I mean, they've patched it together and they're getting by. But... That doesn't mean you should continue doing that. If there's a veteran starter on the market that you feel can help you, you go in on it. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the Reds are one of the most prime teams for a like a a high cost rental guy where you don't have to give up much to get him. You know? Like pay the money for half a season, eat the salary, whatever, and just and, and see what happens. Don't I, I'm not saying mortgage the future. I'm not saying give away some of your best. No, but I'm, not, I'm not saying that young either, guys. But, but if you've got prospects in the pipeline that are really, really good that are not coming up yet, because now you've got a lot of prospects up right now and they seem to be doing well, maybe you could deal a couple of those guys for someone who you have an extra year of control over. If that's the case, well, you know who's going to be on the market, Teddy, your guy, hulking, mm-hmm. Michael Lorenzen. He's pitched really well this he, year. He yeah. has. I mean, yeah, the, right. the Tigers aren't going to hold on to him. He's going to be available. Now, what the asking yeah. price is going to be for him, I have no idea. The Tigers also have um, Eduardo Rodriguez, That's right. I think, as well. And he's pitched uh, really, really and bo- good. Both yeah. of those guys will be moved. They're not keeping either of those guys. Yeah. But that's, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I think the Reds have to do something, right? You I mean, Jared Lorenzen. Him, too. Dead. Fat. Yeah, I forgot. You forgot he was dead? Or I forgot. forgot I know. I forgot he was dead. Oh. I'm sad. I'm sad about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm sad too. One of the ultimate fat athletes of but all that's time. That's what we have to do to honor his memory. Now that's right. Is bring him up. 
Because yep. guys like you was like, oh, you're dead? I don't know. <laughs> Living under a bridge? I don't know. I don't know who, who this impersonation oh, is man. either. Hey, that's oh, what man. I sound hey. like now. In your mind, hey. How's it going? <laughs> the jackets get a bad grade. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Traffic is sponsored by Pierre's Ice Cream. We've got a lot happening for this Monday drive for you over on the South Outer Belt westbound on 270 between Allen Creek over to US 23 south side. Crash still in that medium on the left berm. Now you got police and ODAT crews on the scene. We picked up a new problem spot, 270 southbound between brought over to Georgeville. You've got a broken down car on the right berm. It's been moved from the center lane to the right berm, but it is still causing stop and go issues. And westbound on 670 at 71, you will find an accident off to the left berm causing slowdowns as well. Get your spoons ready for Pierre's ice cream, cherry vanilla, cookies and cream, nuts about Buckeye. All Pierre's flavors are next level. Made in Ohio, made with the best. Pierre's ice cream, we've got your flavor. I'm Lena for 97.1, the fan traffic. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. You know, ESPN has been firing people. Yeah. Jeff Van Gundy out. And I saw that Mark Jackson is out now. Yeah. So he's gone. Van Gundy's gone. Mike Breen, I assume, is still there. Uh, yeah. But I with think, uh, new partners. I think the plan is, if I'm not mistaken, to elevate Doris Burke to be the uh, color analyst for NBA Finals. That kind of like she'll be on the A crew now, All right? If I'm not mistaken, and do then, you enjoy Doris Burke? Yeah, I like Doris Burke. I think she does a really good job. I also, according to Andrew Marshan of the New York Post, they're also going to hire Doc Rivers. Okay, to so Doc Rivers and Doris Burke, it would appear, are going to be kind of the replacements for Van Gundy and Mark Jackson. So, yeah, I, I think Doris Burke does a good job. I know some people aren't fans of hers, but I don't think she lacks anything in basketball knowledge. I also think as a, like an analyst, she's good. Not, I mean, I, they've, they've had her occasionally do some play by play. And I didn't think that was, that's not what she's there for. She's there to be an analyst. So I think that works really well when she does that. Why do they assume that you can do both? It's not easy, man. No, it's it's a skill. It's a developed skill over time that yes, it takes a very long time to do that. And it takes a lot of opportunity to be able to do that over years and years and years at lower levels. And then eventually you get to be, I mean, Mike Breen's been doing this for a long time as well. But yeah, he's. I, I like the pairing. I think that'll be great. Yikes! Is coming up at 434. Jason's beef at 534. Uh, Pee Wee Herman is dead at the age of 70. We mourn him today. We dedicate the show to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Athletic came out with their NHL contract efficiency rankings. This is determining how much bang you're getting for your buck. Are you spending your money wisely? Now, remember, I'm going to point out that Yarmo is a genius. Yes. He is a genius at identifying talent, 
developing talent, keeping talent. Don't question anything he does. And dishing out cash. <laughs> uh, the Blue Jackets rank 30th on this list. That and is in contract efficiency? Is that the Contract term efficiency, yes. And last year they were also 30th. So no movement there. Here is the worst contracts on the team as identified by this study. Now, again, they're taking the money you're making based on the production you're giving out or expected to give. Obviously, Zach Wierenski did not play 90% of last year. They're not necessarily basing it on that. They're basing it on his history and what they expect him to do in the future for the amount of money that he's making. Right. Uh, Eric Branson gets a D for his contract. He's at $4 million per. Uh, Zach Wierenski gets a D+. Plus. He's obviously making a lot of money. He's making, what is it, $9.6 million. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Peake gets a D+. Plus. Provorov, which is one of the new defensive additions, C-. minus. Severson gets a C. Jake Bean gets a C+. Plus. Yeah, I mean, we said at the time, I think the Severson and Provorov deals... I didn't know. I wouldn't call them necessarily C or D or whatever, but we said that's a lot of money to put out there for guys who are supposed to be proven commodities. Yes, but it's a lot of money to expend on a couple positions where you certainly need to fix the defense. But well, the theme for the Jackets the last couple of years was you want to get defense, you're going to have to overpay. I mean, there's no question that they overpaid for Good Branson, yeah, right? Right. I mean, he was. He was a guy that you desperately needed last year because everybody else was hurt, so he played some serious and minutes. And he was the but, one. He was the one who was teammates with Johnny Hockey in Calgary, right? And that's correct. Came in as like around the same time as Johnny Hockey did. I want to say his deal was done before. It was. It was before. But still, yeah. like, yeah, I mean, that's that's two off seasons where you have had to pay for some defensemen that are quite costly, and then your stud defenseman that you're built around gets injured quite often and is also very expensive. So. I would just say those four contracts right there make it pretty tough. Provorov's contract you inherit, but that was a larger contract. There's a reason why the Flyers wanted to get rid of it. Severson was a guy that you had to promise a bunch of money to, to get him here. Yeah. You know, this is sort of the theme of the Columbus Blue Jackets is we're going to go out there, we're going to address our needs, but we're going to overpay in the process. And at least when it comes to these payroll numbers, when you judge them by production, they don't match up. Well, yeah. I mean, and we're not even talking about the fact that Johnny Goudreau also on a quite large contract. Yes, they gave like, him a C. They, I'm not that, saying, that contract is a C. And I'm not against bringing him in. No, Patrick, you got Johnny Patrick Hockey Patrick is a C plus. And look, the rationale is as this team gets better, and hopefully they do, with the addition of Fantilli comes in here and starts solidifying things. And I know Texier is going to be back. I don't know what he's going to be this year, but at least that's another weapon that you have in your holster, right? Yeah. You can sort of solidify this offense. Maybe those guys, Line A, Goudreau, their production goes up, their contracts look much better because of it. Yeah. I mean, that's the projection. But we're, we're going off of so far. That's what the analysts here are going off of. So far, this is not worth the money. No. Will it be down the road? Perhaps. But that's what you're doing now, Jackets fans. You're crossing your fingers. Well, I, I think, and this is where my concern is, especially with the two deals that came in this summer, the two defensemen uh, with Severson and Provorov, those are deals that the time on those deals is immense. And you are now... Severson's hoping, got eight years on that right, deal. Right. I'm saying you're hoping that 
you go out and win things during the next couple years. Because, and I know that's every team is hoping that, but I'm saying you've basically a bit mortgaged the future to say we have to win right now. And while I was just talking about the Guardians, how every year they're like hovering around the playoffs, they're always kind of a borderline to good playoff team, but then they never go out and make the big splashy moves to move from decent playoff level team to, oh my gosh, one of the favorites. Jackets are not in that spot. They have not been in that spot. They have been a barely playoff team in their best years. And then they have three to four to five seasons of gross. And then they come back up to barely playoff team again. That's where my concern is, is that, yes, this offseason they went out and addressed needs. Address needs that get you to what? Hopefully be a playoff team again. And then we're what? We're all crossing our hands or crossing our fingers going, hey, you never know. You could get hot at the right time. Win a bunch of series, suddenly you're Stanley Cup champions. But I don't think that's likely for any team in the NHL in reality. The reality is you have to build this team up and you have to have these young guys hit. And as much as these contracts are huge, the the, the way this team is going to win is if the young guys that they've drafted all show up and actually can play and don't get hurt. And they can play with these young talent for a few years while the old guys are on their contracts. That's the only way this works. It's not about the old guys they brought in. It's not about the big contracts they bring in. Can the young guys fill in those gaps? Otherwise, it's not going to work. But of course, we are looking forward to the season and hopefully the power of the cock, Mike Babcock, turns it all around. Sure. Turns it all facing north. My guy. Uh, The Eagles say they're going to wear the Kelly green jerseys for two games this season. That's the other shade of green that they used to wear before they changed. What, what's the official title of this green? I don't know what this metallic green. Is called. green is whatever, it, whatever, whatever it is. it's like. Yeah, it's like a uh, darker green versus like what I would call it. When I say green, I think of Kelly green. I think yes. of this green that they're going to use. But you know what I get a kick out of though. And again, I'm I'm you know simple as best guy and retro uniform guy for the most part. Not all retro uniforms were worth writing home about. But I saw the Seahawk fans were like losing their minds. Like, oh my god. This uniform is so beautiful. Yeah, it's the one you used to wear. Right. The Kelly Green. I mean, you can you imagine? I mean, the Eagles are a franchise with history. When did they change those uniforms? It's got to be 20 years. You said Seahawks. You're talking Eagles or Seahawks? Well, now I'm bouncing back and okay, forth. Because okay. the Seahawks let's, let's were go, happy right. about that. The Seahawks are yeah, very that, happy. The, the fans are very happy. They're yeah. like, oh, this is beautiful. It's a silver helmet. It's like, yes, yeah, not every color of the rainbow is just vomited right on your uniforms. What a novel concept. <laughs> But now going back to the Eagles, when did they change those uniforms? Like 20 years ago? 25 years yeah, ago? Yeah, I mean, I want to say, I mean, clearly like Donovan McNabb was wearing those uniforms, the the ones that are current now. Uh, yeah, I, I like think of Randall Cunningham as sort of the last yeah. guy wearing yeah. the Kelly Green stuff. But that was a franchise with history. Can you imagine not just changing the uniform, but changing the entire color? Like if the Buckeyes say, you know, that's enough with Scarlet. Oh, I, right. Now we need a vibrant red. We need something that glows in the dark. Yeah, I, right. I don't, I don't really like the idea of changing to that level. And I know that we've seen plenty of sports teams rebrand and, and do all these other things, but usually it has to do with fonts and logos. It doesn't have as much to do with the color scheme. I'm with you that the color scheme is quite important. The Eagles never needed that. And that's no. why you and I got on the Browns. The Browns didn't need they that. They need a different shade of orange. No. Get out of here with that stupid. I, I still wish they'd change the helmets back. Yeah, I wish. Well, there's so many things that they could do better with that. But yeah, man, I, I'm just, 
I don't know why everyone feels like they've got to put their stamp on their franchise. Did you see the rumblings about the uh, commanders now? How that's what? they're going to change so, the name again? Well, the new ownership group has already a couple of times, and it's been noted they have gone back to using the name that they changed the team from in the first place, from football team to commanders. Why did we have to do that? They're using football team. No. Are they using Redskins? Occasionally, that's been dropped, and apparently, Ron Rivera had some comments where he said something along the lines of. You know, the new ownership group has mentioned that we, you know, we're focused on the tradition and the passion and bringing that passion back and, and kind of like hearkening to this idea of maybe Dan Snyder got that wrong too. And it's like, you know, Dan Snyder didn't really have anything to do with that. That was the entire league screaming at him to change that. I'd be very curious how that goes over the next few months, but keep an eye on it is what I'm saying. That's interesting. I, 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 didn't I would that. be shocked if they actually go all the way with that. Maybe they do something like... They, they're not going to go all the way with no, that. No, but you know like how on a lot of the uniforms, they had that stylized R that stood for, obviously, that term. Maybe they do change the name again down the road. The logo becomes that R, which is from that era. But then the new name is something starting with R that's not a derogatory term for Native Americans. Maybe that's the thing they're aiming for, but... People pointed out that this has already been who used else, a couple times. Who else can we offend with an R uh, name? No. No, I mean, like, I don't know. They've talked about, like, Razorbacks or something could be another the name. Red Wolves was another Red one. Wolves, Red Wolves, right. right. There's other terms. There's other names you could go with that don't have anything to do with offending a group of people. I'm just saying, then it gives you a chance to use that stylized <laughs> R and other logos. I just broke. They're not using that one. Think about all the marketing opportunities, uh, though, no. with that one. No, 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 no. I'm going to go ahead and kibosh all that right now. No, they're not using that. Uh, would you put it past them? No, you know no, what? I wouldn't, wouldn't put anything would past anyone at this point. Uh, that's You're right. right. Yeah. Uh, the Buckeyes are wide receiver you. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. A new problem spot to tell you about at 5th and Grandview. Traffic sponsored by Pirani's Hockey World. At that intersection, you'll find a crash at 5th and Grandview. That being said, EMS crews on the scene. You're asked to avoid the area. They want to try either 3rd, Broadview, or even Northwest Boulevard as your possible alternates. You've also got police on the scene at Olentangy River Road northbound. This is after Ackerman. Police on the scene of that crash as well. And then that car is still in the median. 270 westbound between Alum Creek over to U.S. 23 south side. Police and ODOT on the scene of that left berm. So just be patient when you move through there. Got some old hockey gear you've been looking to getting rid of? Sideline Swap will be on hand the first weekend of the Piranis Hockey World Annual Summer Sale event in Westerville. Swap runs August 5th and 6th. Sale runs August 3rd to the 13th to purchase your lightly used sports gear. Don't miss it. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Come for the obesity. Stay for the anger. 
This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Monday. So glad you've tuned in. And I know why you tuned in today. Why Why did people tune well, in today? People tuned in because they want to hear you mm. sell them some water. Well, Mike, it's the stuff that we have in our house that gets the funk out of our water that I want them to know about. That's what we have from Connecticut. Their water treatment systems that we've had in the house for three years. They get rid of that scale buildup that you have on maybe your shower head or faucets. Maybe your hair and skin feel dry and mistreated. Maybe you just have spots on your dishes. Maybe you have a giant sea creature coming out of your oh faucets. God. I have no idea. Jesus. I don't know what kind of funk you have in your water. What I do know is the only people that can help you get the funk out of your water, the people that I would trust to do it, are Connecticut. So you can call them up, 800-444-1387, Connecticut Water Systems. You can also go ConnecticutColumbus.com, schedule a test with a local water expert, find out what's in your water and how best to treat it. 800-444-1387, Connecticut Water Systems, the way water should be. Now, just to be clear, you're not talking about hardcore wrestling legend Terry Funk getting I him out of your I water. don't know if he's in there or not. I know he's got himself into some hey, pretty tight spaces. Your mother's a whore. <laughs> what was his, uh, was it Chainsaw Charlie? Chainsaw Charlie, yeah, that's, that's right. what he used to go by, among his many other things that he did. Your mother's was... a whore. Mm. Uh, what did I tease for you? Oh, Buckeyes are wide receiver you. They have another one. Uh, this is actually a familiar name, Chris Henry Jr. Of course, oh, his sure. father was the late Chris Henry. Uh, he has been, is it legally adopted by Pac-Man Jones? Is that so? I, I, want to, I didn't realize that. I want to say that Chris Henry Jr. is under the no, tutelage. You're, you're right. It says that uh, adopted son of former NFL cornerback Pac-Man Jones. All right, so this yeah. is Pac-Man stepped in to raise Chris Henry's son, which... Terrific. Yeah. You know, well... Yes, I, I'm going to no, say terrific. Like, what a great gesture to do, right, for your friend. That's Yes. yes. Um, he is 6'5", 185. Let him live. This is class of 2026, okay? Yeah, man. So there's no star rating on him because they don't rate the class of 2026 yet, but everybody's saying this guy's in line for a five-star. Hang on. Okay, so 2024 is this year's senior class. 2025 would be next year's senior class. So those guys are all juniors right now. Yes, so this he is, is a sophomore. An incoming sophomore, he is essentially. six five. Okay. 185. All right. One of my legs is 185. That's his whole body. <laughs> yeah, right. Same here. Let him live. Yeah, he is apparently uh, already, cons- he was considering Georgia, Clemson, and USC. Right? All the yeah, big this, names this are this dude's going to be a five-star guy. Yeah, right. I mean, it, it, it makes a lot of sense. And I do think that there's an interesting thought process there. Obviously, what he's gone through in his life, I'm sure, is very different than you know what even Marvin Harrison Jr. has gone through, and him too, Marvin Harrison Jr. But the fact that having like ice cream, yeah, any any of the similarity of having a dad who was an NFL wide receiver, having the expectations put on you, obviously, very different how their lives have turned out since. But I think that's something that I'm sure Ohio State looks at and says, "We're able to help you. We have a lot of guys here who been in the NFL. We also have." Players here who their dads were in the NFL. We have a lot of experience with that, and we want you to be a part of this. And but clearly, he sees the results that are happening. I would guess with all the wide receiving talent that's come out of here, knows that if you go to Ohio State, like most guys around the country, I'm sure know you go here, you got a really good shot of making the NFL. All right, we got some soccer stuff going on. Crew are hosting Club America in League's Cup action tonight over at Lower.com, seven thirty. We'll have that for you right here on the fan. Mm-hmm. U.S. Women's National Team and Portugal. 3 a.m. Yeah. early tomorrow morning. So if you're just naturally up at that hour, there you go. You got something live to watch. 
Now, correct me if I'm wrong. They need to either win this or tie this. Because if they lose, they're going to need help. And that help is likely not going to occur because it takes Vietnam beating somebody. Yeah, that's it's so right. So the U.S., just how this this goes, the U.S. will advance with a win or a draw. Portland advances if they beat the United States only. Netherlands advances with a win or a draw. And, uh, yeah. Uh, All right, so you want to win, Vietnam's you want to draw. So, yeah, if you lose, you're out. Okay. That's not let me, let me ask you this question. I don't think this is going to happen. USA heavy favorites. I think they're minus 390 to win this game. At least that's what I saw earlier on Barstool. Um, if they were to lose this game and go home in the group stage, on the list of like all-time disappointments and total disaster, Appalachian State. Like it's that big, oh, right? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's huge. This is a team that has, they're the two-time defending champs. They are. I'm not saying that the women's game that the U.S. is not susceptible. Look, the Netherlands gave them a really tough game, and the Netherlands have a, a very improved team. But they were a team that was tough last go around in the World Cup. I mean, they're an experienced side. Portugal is not as good as the Netherlands. They are not terrible. The level between the A group of, and I don't mean group in the World Cup. I mean just the A level teams in women's soccer, and then B level teams. It used to be pretty big. It used to be like Big Ten to Mac, right? And then never mind the C and D level teams. They weren't even on the radar. Now those B level teams, which I think Portugal could be in that B level group, it's gotten a lot closer. It's definitely gotten more like, you know, Big Ten, Big 12, right? That's still, does that mean that U.S. shouldn't win this game? Not at all. There's no excuse for not winning this game. But they also definitely have a tougher road than I would say they've ever had just because the level of competition's gone up. Still, the expectation is they should win this game. In fact, most of the U.S. soccer fans I've talked to, most of the women's soccer fans, when I brought up like, hey, are you going to stay up for this game? A lot of the answers I've got is like, if we can't beat Portugal, then I don't I don't want to sta- watch it. Why am I standing up to watch this? Yeah. Because this should be a foregone conclusion. They should win this game. All right, 3 a.m. Uh, early tomorrow morning. Something else to keep your eye on this week. Uh, we talked a lot about Pac-12 and how they're in hospice care last week. The reports are the Pac-12, they're going to present their new media deal, not to us, but to the nine remaining member schools this week. They're going to lay it all out for them and say, this is what we have. Bop, 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 bop. Do you all sign on this dotted line to move forward with this? So we could have, because maybe Oregon says, nope. Maybe Washington says, no, we're not signing that. Right. You know, this could be the week where we see two other schools at least jump out of that conference. So yeah. keep keep your eye on that this week. I saw that the Oregon head coach, whose name escapes me, uh, is it Dan Lanning? Is that the guy? Yeah, came over from Georgia a couple years ago. He he was asked about, what do you think about Colorado leaving the Pac-12? And he was like, have they won anything in this conference? Should I be concerned? And it's funny because everybody at first saw that and was like, oh, wow, is this a signal that Oregon's staying? It, it's a signal that Dan Lanning knows whatever happens with the Pac-12, Colorado does not affect Oregon's decision either way. You know what I mean? What what they know is, what I'm sure he knows, is that Oregon is going to leave or not leave based on something right. like I this mean, TV deal. He's also not making the decision. No, of course not. I'm just saying, don't read too much into that other than that's a coach who's wanting to talk football and they're asking about somebody else's program. It's not going to be a part of the conference. And he's saying, I got to be honest with you. I don't really care about that. What I care about is what I can control. And that's 
my football team. Just keep That's your what eye on it. They're, apparently, they, they're going to present this to the member schools this week. If the member schools don't like what they hear, they could be out the door. And that conference could be dead by Friday. Yikes time. That is next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Traffic is sponsored by Discover. A lot happening on this Monday. South Section Line Road, and this is at Pittsburgh. Reports are coming in by police that there is a collision in there or in that stretch. A car remains on the right berm after an earlier wreck. We're talking about Olentangy River Road northbound, and, the, and this is after Ackerman. You've got an earlier wreck clearing out from westbound 670 at 71 from the left berm, but still causing broke stop and go traffic and then westbound 270 this is between alum creek over to us 23 south side that crash still on the left berm still on the medium you'll still find police and odot on the scene trying to clear that situation up for you discover credit cards do something pretty awesome at the end of your first year they automatically double all the cash back you've earned that's right everything you've earned doubled the cash back from trips restaurants all of it doubled seriously though see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match I'm Lena for 97.1, The Fan Traffic. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. You wanted the best. Instead, you got these two. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Make sure to check out the podcast from this dumb show. It's available wherever you get your podcast. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. Every single show, mostly in its entirety, will come right to your device free of charge. I say mostly because we had a situation on Friday. One of the segments was missing. Uh, we have remedied that. Yeah, Ted remedied it. Well, you and I well. did nothing. No, but Ted Ted does all the remedy. Teddy fixed it. So if you want to go back and listen for that missing segment on Friday, it is there. Uh, the podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Because Teddy cares. That's right. About you. Although I was the one that spotted it. So you I, did. I, you, I you are on top of that. Hey! It was the queen that was missing. The queen yeah, segment was missing. Yeah, best segment of uh, Friday. No, and no, it was not there. Probably a good reason mm. it was missing. Yeah, that's right. Time for yikes. <laughs> Jimmy Butler is holding a basketball and cheerleading camp in the Miami area later this month. And even though he's made a lot of money, he's not afraid to pimp himself out for a little more. For the low price of $700, campers aged 7 through 18 or their parent can play him one-on-one. Yikes. No word on if he'll go to the top of the cheerleading pyramid for 700 bucks, but I hope so. Yikes. A man in Japan shot out thousands of dollars on a realistic Kali costume to fulfill his childhood dream of becoming I, a dog. I saw the photo. He spent... <laughs> $16,000 a couple of years ago to go to a real costume designer and get this thing made. And I got to tell you, it's freaky. The man is only known by his canine moniker, which is Toko. He, he went on the walk publicly, and this was all in his YouTube channel. He's got 31,000 subscribers. Let him live. Uh, it's weird, right? But if people want to do stuff like this, I guess so. This guy knows how weird he is, though, at least. He said about not revealing his identity other than this nickname. He said he particularly was leery of doing that with coworkers. Quote, I don't want my hobbies to be known, especially by the people I work with. 
He then went on to say that he doesn't even tell most of his friends. He said, I rarely tell my friends because I'm afraid they will think I am weird. Good call. That is correct. And also, yikes. Mm. The Yankees have really struggled offensively this season. And first baseman Anthony Rizzo played a big part in yesterday's loss to Baltimore. Rizzo, he went 0 for 5. Yikes. With count them, 1, 2, 3, 4, Five, yes, five strikeouts. Yikes. The platinum sombrero. Yeah. He struck out five times in the loss to Baltimore. Yikes. Was that it? That's painful. Yikes. Yikes. In the category of just because we can doesn't mean we should, researchers have successfully reanimated the bodies of 46,000-year-old microscopic roundworms they found frozen in 130 feet below the Siberian permafrost. Yikes. Amazingly, the worms got to work right away. Started reproducing in a laboratory dish. They found that this particular species can suspend its metabolism to enter a state called cryptobiosis, allowing it to survive for tens of thousands of years. Weirdly, they are asexual, so they don't need males to reproduce. They just start laying eggs. And that's the secret dream of every woman on Earth. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, Pat McAfee has a lot of producers and co's. One of them, Evan Fox, tweeted about the ugly Michigan State uniforms that they had for their football team. Was that last year, a couple years ago? The neon green pants and the neon green lettering on dark green jerseys. It was gross. Evan said it was incredible that Michigan State thought these were okay with rolling these uniforms out. Pat McAfee then responded to his producer by saying that Larry Nasser the disgraced uh, doctor who worked with the gymnastics and other programs there at Michigan State and who's now in jail for many, many life sentences because of his horrible sexual assault, uh, was probably on the design team. I don't know. Weird attempt at humor. Here's the yikes for me. I mean, bad idea, but McAfee's probably, you know, you try things, maybe you make a joke, it doesn't work out, and maybe you realize, ah, that was in poor taste. I shouldn't have done that. People pointed this out to him, and he replied with, why should I delete it? With actually a meme of Stephen A. of all people saying, why should I delete it? Again, not great. Just read the room. You're on ESPN now. A lot more of this controversy is headed your way if you don't figure this out. Yikes. Well, also, it just wasn't very... It wasn't funny. Like, it didn't if you're gonna really say, make sense. Look, if you're going to say, oh, those Cavs uniforms, they were so bad back in the day. What did Gordon Gunn design them? Well, he was blind. So well, at least yeah. there's a joke there. Yeah, even if that is like termed as offensive, it's like your, your attempted humor even offensive humor could make a little more sense in this case it didn't make sense and also is extreme like what's the upside tell me the upside on that joke i don't know teddy the team usa under 12 baseball team team they're playing in the world baseball cup in taiwan they opened play over the weekend against new zealand and i'm gonna say baseball must not be their thing over there because team usa beat them 43 to 1 yikes they scored only three runs in the first but then scored 11 in the second 20 in the third, yikes, and then topped it off with nine more in the fourth. And that's when the game was stopped due to the run rule, yikes. Now, McAfee, if you want to make a, you know, under 12 joke about Larry Nasser and the USA baseball team going to Taiwan, that would make sense. I wouldn't recommend it, but at least it would make sense. Yikes. A female palm oil plantation worker was filling up a water jug in a pond when she was attacked by a crocodile. 
She yelled for help and her co-workers came over, but the croc had chomped on her and carried her into the water. Her head dangled above the water, but slowly the croc was pulling her down. Now, the croc could have just bitten her in half, but it didn't. It was almost toying with her, slowly pulling her head under the water, teeth sunk into her flesh. Oh. She held on for 90 minutes. Oh. 90, not nine, 90 minutes until she was finally taken out of the water alive by rescue workers. Yikes. Even at the hospital, she said she kept thinking that the crocodile was in the room on top of her. She was hallucinating. She's recovering at the hospital, having having suffered deep puncture wounds on her right arm, thigh, Ugh. and lower leg. Ah. But she's alive. Ah. Yikes. Uh, almost as excruciating as that experience is uh, I went to see both uh, Barbie and Oppenheimer this weekend. We did the Barbenheimer, and I actually enjoyed both movies. I recommend them. If either of them are of interest to you, no spoilers. I think they're both great. I think you'll enjoy them. However, the IMAX at Easton. I was not aware. I've become spoiled. They don't have the lounge chairs that your feet go up and you got the big cushy chair. Oh, it's like nice. a regular old movie theater. Ah! <laughs> I am, ah! Yikes! I walked in almost walked back out. No, thank you. Never again. All right, Teddy. What's, you. what's this? No, regular seats. Regular chairs. I thought I had three hours. I thought I was going to get T-bone. to put my feet up and sip on, you know, have a nice little big cup holder. See no, it? none of that. Bad. All right. I know that Timmy and Man love playing their table tennis or ping pong, as we call it. Well, I just saw a stat from the state of Colorado about how much money was bet on table tennis in the month of June. A total of $7.8 million. Yikes. It was spent on betting table tennis. They really love playing their ping pong in Colorado for some reason. Yikes. We had some good matches today. Put that on YouTube. Maybe some people in Colorado, by the way. Me, minus 250 today. I was hot. Uh, by the way, whatever you have planned for the next segment, we have some breaking news that what? I'm going to have it? to announce to you. Some fairly significant Columbus Crew news has just come down. Like they're moving? Not quite, but it's, it's a, out, short of that, it's, it's pretty big. <laughs> oh, come on, man. All right. All right. All right. You want to do it now? No, 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 no. This just happened. All right. Okay. All right. I'm shocked. I'm flummoxed. Bone is flummoxed. Speechless. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Traffic sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lessett. Crash at the intersection of 5th and Grandview with EMS crews on the scene. Maybe 3rd or Broadview or even Northwest Boulevard. Those can be your alternates because it is extremely heavy and slow within that stretch. Car remains on the right berm after an earlier wreck along Olentangy River Road, northbound after Ackerman. You're slow heading eastbound on 270 over on the north outer belt starting from State Route 315 to U.S. 23 north side. And then you've got a crash that's being reported westbound in U.S. 33. This is just after Avery Muir Hill, and this is causing slowdowns as well. So just be careful within that stretch. It's the heart of road construction season when driving in work zones. Slow down, move over, and avoid distractions such as using your phone. It's the law. Follow your posted speed limits and stay alert for changes in traffic patterns. It's up to us to make Ohio's roadway safer. A message from Ohio Lessett. I'm Lena for 97.1, the fan traffic. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? 
Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Attention. Please flip your listening device to the stupid setting. Thank you. You're listening to Man and Bone. All right, some big news coming down. T-Bone is very shocked. I'm shocked, man. This is, I mean, usually I get some inkling or I hear some rumbling or there's some thing. I heard nothing about this. Maybe I've just not been as plugged in as I should be. Uh, the Columbus. This is a press release from the Columbus Crew. Columbus Crew transfer midfielder Lucas Zellerayan to Al Fateh of the Saudi Pro, Pro League. For an undisclosed fee. For an undisclosed transfer fee. Uh, which... So the numbers for Lucas Zellerayan, he had uh, 97 regular season matches, 38 goals, 30 assists, MLS Cup MVP when the team last hoisted a trophy in the MLS Cup championship. Uh, so look, this guy is an all-time legend for the crew. This is, this is to me, catastrophic news. I don't understand... What the hell's going on well, with this team right me now? If I'm wrong, he's you know he's a he's a legend, right? Yeah, but he is still currently the best player on your team. Oh yeah, is he not? Uh, to me, yeah, he is the engine that makes everything work. He is your midfield maestro. He is everything runs through him. And Tim Bezbachenko can come out tomorrow. I'm sure he will if he's not already. You know, and if it's uh, you know Wilfred Nancy can come out. I'm not sure what what. I'm not sure what's going on here, right? Because Lucas Elrayon, I'm sure, was approached by this league and said, we will give you way more money than what they're giving you in MLS. And maybe that's what he wanted to do. Maybe that's the right decision for his family. And maybe at that point, there's not much the crew can do. But what's frustrating to me is, you know, th- there's no spinning this. You don't replace a guy like him instantaneously. Bare minimum, if they go out and sign someone, which they still could, transfer windows open, you're going to bring in someone who's going to take some time to get used to the league unless they're bringing someone in from across the league. Right. And then that guy's got to get used to the system, get used to the play. Like, this is such a disruptive thing to have in your team's first year with a new head coach anyway where you were trying to piece this all together. I can't imagine all the fans who bought tickets to go to see Club America tonight where you're going to see Lucas Elrayon, who played in the Mexican League in Liga MX against Club America, that would be a great thing to get to watch him go up against some of the best in Mexico, let alone the rest of the season, right? But now he's not playing tonight, I'm quite sure, and he's being transferred out. Who knows if he'll even be there to say goodbye? I don't know how that works, but I mean, you're hours away from a huge thing. You've got a sellout, 10th or 11th sellout they've had this year at the, at the stadium, and you're basically telling all the fans, hey, good news, we're getting rid of our best player, and no one had any sign this was coming. I... There's no way to spin this, man. It sucks. This is bad. So we don't have to take the show, the whole show on it or anything, but how much money do you think they got for this? I have no idea, man. I mean, when they brought him in, the transfer fee was rumored to be $7 million. If the Saudi uh, inflation of <laughs> transfer fees, if it's less than $10 million, I don't know. I, I'll be shocked. They should, they should get a huge amount of money for him because he's that good. He's obviously advanced in age a couple more years since they brought him in but still he's wanted by a league that is known for overpaying to get guys to go there if the value didn't go up then i'd be shocked um but i don't know man it's, this one's pretty stunning to me because it is weird um 
I guess the next question is the Haslam's since they bought the team, you know, they've done some things that have annoyed everyone. Yeah. With the changing of the logo and stuff like that. But one thing they have not been is necessarily cheap. No, they're not team, shy right? about spending money. They, they've gone out and they've spent money. I know what you're saying about the transfer window still open and anybody you wind up going to get will have to, you know, acclimate himself to the team and that's not going to be an easy thing. But I would assume you make a move like this. You you have to be taking that money and investing it someplace else. Yeah, I, you, you have to. Well, that's the that's that's what teams typically do when you see transfers happen in soccer. Right. This is. This is not done in a vacuum where they say, cool, we got all this money and then we're doing nothing with it. Right. Obviously, they have always, they are looking for who's the next guy on our radar in case we do, if Lucas Elrion has an injury and he can't play ever again. They have other guys they're thinking of. What if it's Jizz Hornkamp? Oh, what what if What if the only thing missing from this crew lineup (laughs) is a little Jizz? It'd be a lot of Jizz. I hope not. I hope it's not because he's playing in the second division of... uh, the Dutch league, I want to say, well, that's not of the same standard. Let's I don't be real. To tell you. Hey, listen, I'm telling you right now. Maybe all Bill, Big Willie style need is a little jizz on his team. Maybe, maybe. I know this, man. Uh, crew fans, I don't blame you for being shell shocked. I'm shell shocked. I'm I'm trying to process this as we're sitting. I I had no idea this was coming. I was outside during the uh, commercial break, and Dom Tiberi walks by, and he must have thought I was you for a hot second. Oh, because he said, "What are they doing? They got rid of their best player." And I said, "Bones in there." Oh yeah, but, but yes, even Dom is beside Everyone's himself. Everyone's beside themselves. This is this is what I hear again. MLS has their rules, right? A lot of times, MLS press releases about transfer fees and all this other stuff. They will say per league rules, trans, the, the terms of the transfer were not disclosed, and blah blah blah. I'm sorry, man. They have to be disclosed you here, have, don't they? I you have, have to. to know. Fans have to know, right? What what amount of money's going here, like? You got to at least give me something when you trade out one of the best players in franchise history, the best player on the team, the guy who almost single-handedly, I don't want to say it was single-handedly, but almost single-handedly won you an MLS Cup the way he played down the stretch in that 2020 season. He was ridiculous. Your best guy you have on set pieces, that's gone now. I just (laughs) welcome Alexander Matan to the spotlight because now it is all on him. And I don't, I like him. He's a good player, but this... This is shocking to me, man. I'm, I'm, you're listening to me verbally process every thought in my head as it happens, just blurt it out. And All I'm, right, well, crew, I'm sorry for doing that. No, I like it. Crew and Club America in the League's Cup tonight. Catch all the action starting at 7.30 right here on The Fan. I assume Chris Doran will be speaking about this on I the would, broadcast. I would tend to think so. Hey, you know, uh, you know who wants to get out of his club right now? Who's that? Kylian Mbappe. Ooh, hey, now he's—you might remember—turned down a uh, nearly billion-dollar transfer from a Saudi hey, league. Haslam's got money. I'm just saying, Haslam's are worth billions, plural. So let's go. You redeem yourself with that, and we'll have a conversation. <laughs> no, that's not <laughs> likely to happen. Oh, it says but what you. A, what a thing that would be. Oh, could you imagine? You know, I, 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 Don Garber would be so butthurt about that. You think so? Because well. If oh, he, that if he's he going to Columbus. Here? To Columbus, you're yes. right. Yes, I yes, mean he yes. was in his, right. his glory mm-hmm. with the whole Lionel Messi, Miami. That's, yes, David Beckham's there for the photo yes. op. Like he loved all of that. Yeah, but if you get a star to come in, a younger guy, no doubt in his prime. Yeah, and killing Mbappe, and he chooses to come to Columbus, Ohio. Garber will kill himself. Oh, you're right. It would not. He. 
Garber doesn't want to see that. It's not going to happen. No. But. Oh, my gosh. Erling Holland has joined Sporting Kansas City. Like, these are the things that would make Don Garber just go, I'm sorry, what? And then just, no, he wants no part of that. Erling Holland to New York City, totally fine. All right, the Buckeyes are gearing up for Kermit the Frog. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Traffic is sponsored by Staples Stores. We are still working on that earlier wreck at the intersection of 5th and Grandview. Avoid the area 3rd or even Broadview or even Northwest Boulevard. Those are going to be your alternates. It's going to be there for quite some time, so literally just find another route altogether. US 23 northbound between Orange over to Home. You've got a wreck being reported by ODOT. Wreckers on the scene at eastbound 270 between US 23 Southside and Alum Creek. Working on that earlier accident that has caused your left lane to be down. And the right burn still blocked from an earlier crash along Olentangy River Road. This is just after Ackerman. Just pack your patience moving through there. Staples has great prices on all the back-to-school essentials. Now you can save even more with $25 in rewards on your in-store purchase of $75 or more. Rewards members only. Ends August the 5th. Redeemable in-store only. School on. Save on at Staples. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Monday. Not anymore. uh, I know. Jason's beef with our guy Jason Stark. At 534. Bone is upset because Lucas Elorayan has exited the Columbus crew to go play in the Saudi League for an undisclosed fee. By the way, yeah, this is this is groundbreaking for me news. I mean, he's one of the best players in club history, and they I, I didn't see this coming at all. Usually there's rumblings. There I guess were a couple things out there, but I didn't see them. For me, this has been pretty gutting. I I did see that uh, Taylor Twelman has tweeted something. Okay. And this is something that I I really don't know how to take this because Taylor Twelman is in the know. He is involved, obviously. He's a longtime soccer broadcaster, player, all this stuff. Let's go. He said a special player leaves MLS and the Columbus crew for the right deal for both club and player. Well, terms of the deal have not been disclosed publicly. So Taylor works for Apple TV. Clearly, they've been disclosed to him. So he says this is a good deal and all this stuff. Then he says... Don't be shocked if Columbus have an ace up their sleeve with two days left in the window. Bez and company don't wait around too long. Well, then he's got to know. He's no, he knows something. He capitalized ace. What does that mean? I don't know. Because I'm trying to think of teams that are named the aces. And I, there's, well, there's Live Golf. Sure. That's right. He's, they're getting Phil Mickelson. Ace, AC Milan, Christian Pulisic just signed a deal with AC Milan. Christian Ballistic coming to MLS to the crew. That's what's happening. Even that, though he that just signed it. That doesn't de- seem likely. No, it doesn't seem likely. That's stupid. That's not actually what's happening. But I'm telling you, people are going to be parsing this ace up their sleeve thing until a move is made, right? 
Because I don't know how this is a good deal, the right deal for the club. I don't care how much money they paid. You're not going to replace a guy like this in in one window, typically. Twelman seems uh, optimistic about well, something. You know what else I hate about it, just with that tweet, is Twelman is like, yeah, I knew this was coming pretty much all along. I didn't tell anybody, but a uh, pretty good deal for everybody. Like, you already know what's happening, dude. Just say it. Just tell me what's happening. Tell me what's up. Don't don't hint that you know and then not give the details. See, this is where, like, the crew can use social media to their advantage here. Mm-hmm. When you get on social media and all you tweet out is, or all you X out, whatever the hell we're calling it, right? we know, just wait. Yeah. I mean, if it's something huge... That well, you that you're going to announce at some point because you can't you can't just throw this out there and expect people not to lose their minds like T Bone's doing right now. You should see this guy; he's distraught. All dude, right, dude, Teddy. I know it's your birthday tomorrow. You may have to come in here and rub him down. <laughs> Listen to me. I don't know about. Listen that. to me, please, Ted. I need a rub. Please come in here. He needs a rub and a tug. <laughs> I just had a rub. You added the tug. Well, you know what? If you're going to rub, have the tug too. It's yeah. my birthday. That's what that's Rob. Right. That's what Bob Kraft said. If you're rubbing. <laughs> You may as well tug. That got him in a little trouble, didn't it? Um, Not so, really. <laughs> We've sort of forgotten all about that. By the way, the big crew news for today was supposed to be about Rudy Camacho coming Cam- to town. Macho. Yeah, they they brought in a defender from Montreal. Who Cream played, of the crop, man. Yeah. Cream of the crop, baby. Rise to the top. I just... That was supposed to be the big deal. They brought in a, a guy who could play defense who is actually familiar with Wilfried, uh, what am I saying? Yeah, Wilfried Nancy's system. So that, I would think, is a plus. I was excited about that. And then they're like, oh, yeah, brought in uh, Hector Macho Camacho, got rid of the best, one of the best players in franchise history. I would argue there's a case to be made for the best player in franchise history as far as overall talent and skill in his prime when he played for the crew. Because they had guys like Guillermo Barros-Scalotto who played here, who was also tremendous, but he was 35. This dude came in the prime of his career and was just ridiculous. El Mago will be missed. Uh, what is more devastating to you? Because I know how much you loved Brian McBride. Yeah, when, man. When he went away? No. Or, or this? Here's the thing. So Brian McBride played for the crew for many, many years. Drafted in 96. I want to say it was 2003 or 2004. I should know this. I, someone did a podcast on the crew years ago. I should probably know things I, like no, this. Nobody listens. Anyway, to 2004, around that time, he transferred out to go over to Craven Cottage to play for Fulham. Hey. Yeah, in Britain. And it was a huge deal because this was an MLS stud who everyone thought could have been playing in Europe. And now he gets to go and he went over to England. It was front page news on the dispatch, not the sports page, on the Columbus dispatch. Brian McBride leaves crew. It was huge. But every, I felt like a lot of crew fans at the time said, good for that guy. Yeah. He deserves this. Where's Lucas El Rayon going? To play in the Saudi league that everyone kind of agrees is like trying to do the MLS thing, but times 10. So you're just going to like a knockoff of MLS, I guess, if nothing else. You're not going to Argentina. You're not going to Brazil. You're not going to play in Europe. You're going to play in a league that is kind of at the same or lower level than MLS for way, way more money, it appears. It just sucks. It, it, there's no way about it. I, I hope him well. I wish him well for him and his family. I hope they make all the money they're trying to make. Good for him. I'm just saying it sucks for us crew fans. And I feel sorry for you. I'm distraught. What do we need to do today to cheer you up? I mean, I'll throw this sheet away right now. We don't have to do anything on this sheet. 
I, I, can tell, I can tell. Throw this sheet. sheet. I was not. Sheet. Ooh. The show sheet that I have in my hand that has everything I we're going to talk about. You almost I can gave throw me. this sheet away. Okay. I could tell Jason Stark to pound sand if you want me to. Yeah. What should um, we do to cheer you up? These are real human emotions I don't we're talking know about what here, you kids. Do, man. Uh, Teddy, come over here and rub them. Rub and tug. You know what? Here's what, here's what you could do. If the crew came out today and were like, good news, you know that dumb logo you hate? Well, we changed it. <laughs> we're going back to the one <laughs> you you're like. What? You have to today. You have to. You have to. Today's the Just day. Say, Look, we know. We, we know. know. You know what? New logo. Yeah. New old logo today. Man, I just, I'm telling you, like, Lucas Elrayon to me is a, yeah, he's meant as much to this city as far as what he's, what he's meant to the franchise. I don't know about the city. What he has meant to the franchise is up there with McBride, is up there with Scalotto, and it's him. Like, these guys, you don't get very often. You oh, and you're in the middle of your season. Generational you players like try this. and do something this year. Cucho Hernandez is a tremendous player. He's not yet had the impact that Lucas Elrayon has. Maybe he will. Maybe this is his time to shine. But Cucho Hernandez is a forward man. He's he's the guy at the top that gets he gets to finish off all the pretty stuff, right? He's the one who makes it all look awesome. Lucas Elrayon is the guy driving all that, making a lot of that happen, and also creating a lot of it on his own. So. Apparently, the crew have emailed uh, season ticket holders where they said that they've added all these players. They announced that they've added uh, versatile men's national team player Julian Gressel, which was a nice get a few days ago. They did that. Rudy Camacho. And then they said, we're younger, deeper, and stronger, and we still have a few days left in the window. There could be more to come. Stop teasing me. Oh, man. Tell me what it is. Just the tip. Tell me when it's done. Let's go. They're telling you it's not done. I know, but get it done, Bez. You can't. You got. We got to get this going. How long does it Call take? Up. You got Twelman's number, don't you? Call no, him. I don't have Twelman's number. Somebody's got it around I'm here. Sure, we could call, call him. him. He's not going to answer. I don't want to talk to him. Just see what he knows. I got to know what the money. I got call to know. Sika. Sika knows. Sika can call Twelman. All right, and then Sika can call us. I've got. All right. I'm wait. I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm, I've got one phone number in my phone. Who's that? It, who would is know. It? Who is it? He's in the medical community. <laughs> All right, we'll call Doc. Way. Call Doctor Pete. I'm saying I, only, I got one guy's number that I could because text. you know what? I haven't texted him in a while. So Doctor Pete knows how to resuscitate you should you pass away on this show today. That's and fair. that's a possibility. All I'm saying. I'm, I. I. I don't like to do that. I'm not necessarily. Well, you know what? Do, do it today. I know. Come on, man. Right. Use your powers for good. I don't have any powers. I, I have I'm a phone number. Here. We do have powers. We brought back bagel sandwiches. Well, you're right. We single-handedly did that. We can now figure out who the, what the crew are doing if we brought back bagel sandwiches. McDonald's, please bring back Lucas Delarea. No, they can't do that. He's got the special sauce. He really does. And you need again, to bring him back. And again, we're back to Jizhorn Camp. No, we're back to bagel sandwiches with the sauce. Which, by the way, this is a off-topic, but on bagel sandwiches for a second, my wife... Does not like bacon. Nor does she, she like. She doesn't like bacon? She's not a fan. And I, if I'd known this before we got married, right, we may yeah. never have been married, but we are, and we're sticking with it mostly for the kids at this oh, point. Okay. But right. so I go to McDonald's to get a bagel sandwich over the weekend. And she asks for an egg and cheese bagel. But what she specifies is that don't ask for an egg and cheese bagel. You have to ask for a the bacon, egg, and cheese bagel, get that meal, and then say just no bacon. Because if you just ask for egg and cheese bagel, they will not put the fake hollandaise sauce on it. And she likes the sauce, but she does not want the bacon. 
So if you say egg and cheese bagel, no sauce. If you say bacon, egg and cheese bagel, minus bacon, somehow magically why sauce is arrived on there. Why don't you just say egg and cheese bagel, add sauce? I didn't think to do that. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> so then you're guaranteed to have the sauce. I'm just telling you. Because you've added sauce. Listen, the sauce makes it. The, jar, the, the sauce makes it. is what makes so it. So just say add sauce. They need to sell that sauce in packets. Because I would put that on a hash brown tomorrow. They also need to double the amount of sauce they put I on agree with you. each bagel it's, sandwich. It's widely inconsistent. But you know what? I'm just thankful we have the bagel sandwiches. Unlike we have Lucas Del Rayon. Apparently he can't he's gonna go play live golf with the Saudis. All right. For an undisclosed amount that apparently will never be told. Will you call people? Figure it out. I will send a text. Okay. I will and do then, what I and can. Then we won't disclose it if we're not allowed to. We'll just tell you hey, that everything's gonna be okay. If the crew could do this at least for me, could you just put a pile of cash at midfield tonight for the game? Just dump truck in the amount of money you made from the Saudis by doing this, dump track that on the middle of the field so we can at least have a visual. I know we can't count it all. Just let us see how much money you got for this because I just need to know that you actually didn't just trade this guy for, you know, nothing. Maybe there's no money. There has to be Maybe money. No, maybe the Saudis just killed all the enemies of the Haslams and they just dumped bodies in the middle of the field. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. I don't just tell, just tell me when you get the new guy in. Please. Tell me when it's done. But again, Zalarayan is more than. It's All not right. like if, if McDonald's right. is like, hey, we got another bagel sandwich, but it's like crap. You don't want spam. No, I want the bagel sandwiches that you make because they're special. Zalarayan is special. There's a connection. It's not easily replaced. I actually would enjoy a spam bagel sandwich. Well, I was just trying to think of a you, breakfast meat. You they griddle offer. up that spam. I love spam. Oh man, don't, you get it crispy. Don't put me on the spam hatred I'm level. I'm just saying, I just, you love yeah. fried bologna. Oh, I do. So, of Ooh. course, you'd love some spam. Let's do a fried bologna bagel sandwich. Oh, yeah, Let's yeah, do that. Kevin Stefanski lays down the law. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Traffic sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lesset, 5th and Grandview. That wreck still on at the intersection with the MS Cruz and wreckers on the scene. A crash along US 23 northbound is between Orange and Home that's being dealt with. An earlier wreck cleared from the medium of eastbound 270 between US 23 south side and Allen Creek. Police and wreckers have cleared it, but still dealing with those residual delays. And a broken down car. Southbound at 270 is between Broadover to Georgeville. It's been moved from the center lane to the right berm, causing stop-and-go traffic for this Monday afternoon. Ohio laborers would like to congratulate member of the week, Chad Alcorn. Laborers Local 534 Middleton. Chad is a proud 13-year member. Build Ohio right, build it union. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Chubby time! This is Common Man and T-Bone. 
Gambling is legal in the state of Ohio. Yeah. Like right now, T-Bone is minus 5,000 to punch someone in the face. (laughs) Myself. Because he's so upset about Lucas Zellerayon going away from the crew. Yeah. If you, too, are upset, you want to blow off some steam by betting on some games tonight, the only place to do it is the Barstool Sportsbook. It's right there on your app store. Go get it. Or go to Hollywood Casino Columbus and visit their brand new Barstool Sportsbook in person. It's ready for you. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Um, this this news, if you haven't seen it, the crew have transferred Lucas Zellerayon for... Some amount of money, we don't know how much. To the Saudis. Yes, to the Saudi uh, league. And my friend Patrick Golden, who has for many years run Massive Report, one of the crew blogs out there, he made this point, and I think it's spot on, which is the crew typically, even if they can't say how much it was, they've made a big deal about this was a record-breaking transfer fee. For example, when they transferred Zach Steffen, crew goalkeeper, to Manchester City back in 2019, they made all their press releases said historic transfer window agreement for Zach Steffen. Historic amount. Historic this. They're not saying any of that with this deal. So I'm I'm going to, I mean, it's probably a big amount of money, but they're not saying historic. And so that does worry me a bit that maybe the crew didn't get as much as we hoped for out of this. I don't know, man. I'm reading way too much into this. You are. You're in full panic I'm, I'm, mode. I'm so you're frustrated. Inve- you're inventing I'm so stories now. Right now. You are in full panic mode. I rarely see T-Bone like this. Let, let, I'll say this. I'll say this. The people who run this team are billionaires. Yeah. The amount of money that it takes to make a billionaire go, well, I can't turn that down. How much money does that have to be? I, I don't know. I'm just saying. Like one part of my brain is like this has to be a ton of money. The other part of my brain is like I don't I don't have any idea. It can't be that much. They're not saying it's that much. I'm so mad. Anyway, we should probably move on. I'm just well. Let's do happy stuff for you. <sighs> all right. Uh, Kevin Stefanski didn't like all the fights at practice, so he made everybody run laps. <laughs> There's that. Oh, from one well, arm I'm just of saying, my dumb he's, organization he's to another. Laying arm down of it. the law that has to make you feel good, right? Yeah, I guess. All I right. Guess. So there's I, something. Uh, beefy crunch burritos back at Taco Bell that, tomorrow. I'm excited about that. In the app. And then on the third, it's available for just those Johnny Come Latelys who just walk up and order. Like a loser. Yeah, like a loser. They also have those uh, shredded beef tacos they're doing, which is like the first time they've ever done a shredded beef thing. Yes. And grilled cheese taco. Yeah, that's, yeah. The, they're, they, they give you dips. Yep. Now, it's cheese on the outside. Something that frustrated me about that, but I'm glad we're finally getting them. Mm. They apparently have been developing this recipe for the shredded beef and testing it for two years. Getting it right, homie. Yeah. What's the problem? One of the test markets was Tennessee. And I forget where the other one was. If it was California, which would make sense, because I think that's where they're based. California. Either way, the point is, why not here? We used to be the test market for everything. We used to be the place where they would bring the new foods. Why are we not getting that anymore? What did we do? You know what we've done? What's that? And I think this is a good thing. We've developed a personality as a city, as a community. Well, I hope so. Yeah, I'd like it was to like, think oh, so. what is it, Columbus? They don't know anything. But give them this. See what they think. Now we actually have opinions on things. Mm. Oh, you mean we're saying like we've become too like 
We haven't become too, robust. We, we haven't as become a city. too anything. No, we've become like you've a more robust city. Yes, That's what I'm we've saying. We've evolved as a city. Yeah, where before it was just seen as like, oh, this boring Midwest town. They they don't have yes. any opinions on it. Now we have character. Hmm. I like that. Yeah, I hope you're we're right. Not, we're not anybody's test market for squat anymore. That's, we are we are the destination market. We are what businesses should be saying. How do we do well in Columbus, Ohio? Let's not just throw something at them and see what they think. We got to come prepared to go into that market. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. I'm 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 hopeful that these good things you're right, spinning got, this you to got, make me uh, feel better. U.S. Women's National Team tonight. They're going to beat Portugal. <sighs> Dude, all right. I can't have. We a don't care anything about that. Portugal. They suck. Right. They got the Azores, which isn't even really a thing. What are the Azores? The Azores are is. islands that are in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean that they technically claim as their own. Really? Yeah. I didn't know about that. That's officially the start of Europe is the Azores. Hell I've, with them. I've never even heard of the Azores. The Azores. Maybe that's what Taylor Twelman is talking about. <laughs> they have an Azore the up their sleeve. Yeah. The Haslams have been given the Azores. Wow, they really are just out in the middle. They're, of the oh, they're, out, they're, they're out there. They're pretty baby. far. They're out there. By the way, uh, am I the only one that, I mean, I guess this is a thing, right? That Spain looks like a, Spain and Portugal looks like a, a woman's face, right? Like a side profile. Looks like a woman's face. You've never seen that? Am I wrong? Yeah, I guess I've never looked When you at look it. at Portugal and the outline of Portugal, that's like the face. And then the, like the, Spain is like the, the bonnet you or whatever. You know what I've noticed that I don't think anybody's noticed before? What's that? Italy looks like a boot. Oh, stop. I'm sure people have made that thing about Spain and Portugal, right? That's been said. I'm looking. Spain and Portugal. Yeah, like Lisbon is the booger of the nose. Right on the woman's face. All right, I, I guess I can. Yeah, you could see that, right? A little bit? Yeah. Eh, eh, eh. I mean, it's, geog- it's geographical. It's not like it's going to be a perfect portrait. I'm saying it's a side portrait. Woman's face, bonnet, hair on the back of it. Yeah, I got it. That's what I see. Also, I've always wanted to go to Portugal. No my, my in-laws went there. What'd they think? Said they enjoyed it very much. I've heard good things. Yeah, they liked it. Yeah. Said they like Americans there. Oh. That's the first thing my father-in-law always tells me everywhere <laughs> they, he goes. Do they like Americans Do or not? Do they like Americans? <laughs> they like they Americans are. there. I kind of want to go to a place where they're like, we're not really high on Americans. Be like, all right, fine. Then I could just find out what, uh, then I see what it's like really like. You want to go to a place that's not high on Americans. There's lots of countries. <laughs> T-Bone's taking a okay. cruise to North Korea. Light dislike of americans not full-on yes i don't want is that putin with bone right again i'm not saying all of that i'm saying i just like to feel a little bit of the yeah yeah you're you're here but we're not really thrilled about it i see and then i get yeah i want to i just want to see what that's like i'm gonna like us too much in yemen we could do that no that's fair how does Uh, how does georgia the country feel about us do we know I'm, i'm sure not good okay where is Georgia? Near Azerbaijan. Oh, I, I see him yeah, right, right next Armenia, to Turkey. In Turkey. Yeah. yeah. It's all some, over there. some problems there. Hmm. Now this is uh, bad geography and politics. Well, you know what, though? We're making you feel better. Uh, Jason Stark. He is our guy. He'll make me feel better. Jason's beef. I'm going to tell him that you don't feel good. He has to cheer you up. Okay. I'm going to text him right now. Thank you. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Getting word of a new situation, traffic being sponsored by Audible. It is eastbound on 270 just after U.S. 23 north side. Watch for a broken down car. Right lane is occupied. U.S. 23 northbound between Orange and Home. Police and ODAT still on the scene of that earlier crash. Crews still out on southbound 270 between West Broad over to Georgeville. Dealing with an earlier accident on the right berm. 
Then there's South Section Line, and this is at Pittsburgh. You get that earlier fender bender causing stop-and-go action. Boost your imagination with Audible. Listen to the biggest selection of audio entertainment from celeb memoirs to motivation and more. Audiobooks, podcasts, and originals. There's more to imagine when we listen. Sign up for a free trial at audible.com. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. He likes baseball. He likes solar eclipses. He likes Shohei Otani. But he loves roast beef sandwiches. It's time for Jason's Beef with everyone's favorite baseball writer, podcaster, author, and former mustache owner, Jason Stark. Sponsored by Logan AC and Heat Services. Don't go through another air conditioner breakdown. For fast, friendly service, call the experts at Logan Services now for a free estimate and next day air installation. It's time to talk to the Hall of Famer. Jason Stark is coming on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. That did not sound good, but it's true. Hello, my friend. Hey, Mike. Bone's in a really bad mood today. You need to cheer him up. (laughs) Uh, The next round of Arby's is on me, Bone. Oh, that's good. Can we go with Steve Cohen so hopefully he can buy a whole new Arby's franchise next year for my (laughs) dumb Mets team? Because that's not what's got me mad, but that's also just... It's own dumpster fire, Jason. That's that's one of the all timers. That roster construction, and then what they're already having to do. That's terrible. Uh, just just wait twenty five hours and see how you like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, here is what is surprising to me. I, like I could have envisioned a world where they've made the trades they've made. I I, I could. Here is what's surprising is I didn't think there was any scenario where Mr. We-need-to-win-the-world-series-within-three-to-five-years would take a look at next year and not make trades that would attempt to thread the needle to rebuild but also be great next year. I don't know that that's the plan now. Do you? It's hard to see it. No, I don't see it at all. It feels like they're just going to try to do something in the offseason again, but less than what they did this year. Well, yeah. I mean, you would hope they would do less. You know, like, money is no object. This guy really doesn't care about the money, obviously. I, You know, I was looking at the Scherzer deal, and, I mean, he's going to want to pay that guy $118 million. <laughs> Think about it. To pitch a season and a half in one postseason game. And that's just him. He he really doesn't look at money the way other humans look at money. So he'll spend. I'm sure he'll do what he thinks he needs to do to not be terrible. But really, you can see by the trades they've made already that their eye is now on the long term. And okay, that's fine. But I'm pretty sure they're going to try to charge admission next year, too. Deadline is tomorrow. Uh, we saw the Guardians make a move today. Aaron Savali goes to Tampa. 
Um, look, I know Syndergaard's going tonight. I don't, I don't know what that means, but this is a team that may not be very good, Jason, but they're half a game out of first place. Are we going to just punt and say this is the team for the rest of the year, or can you see them going out and making a move to try and improve themselves? Well, let me ask you this. Are the Guardians contenders or not? Well, I would tend to say no, but, <laughs> uh, but again, they're, they're half a game out of first place. Yeah. Okay, so they've spent two days over 500 since April, and yet there's somehow half a game out of first place. And so I think, you know, they're as realistic a front office as you'll find in the sport. They're realistic about what they are. Um, they look at trade deadlines as opportunities, not just to buy or not just to sell, but to reshape their team. And so in the short term, I mean, they're a team that has had rotation troubles. Now they obviously have more rotation troubles, but they're also playing in a division where it's hard to fall out of the race. Uh, They picked up a kid who's a really polished hitter. Uh, You know, he's been banged up a little bit this year, so the numbers don't show it, but um, this this fits the profile of what they do, especially this time of year. It fits into their business model. It fits into their team-building model. And it feels like they can always find guys who can pitch or guys who they can develop into viable rotation pieces. They can't always find bats like this. It's an opportunity so they did what they did. They're in buy-sell mode. If there's a buy out there, they'll do that too. Jason's beef with our guy Jason Stark on the Brian Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. One more thing on the Guardians there, Jason. Do you? I'm sure you do. Can understand where fans would come from who look at this and say it feels like that that buying selling thing that you mentioned and building a team. It feels like the Guardians get like halfway up the build and then go, all right, time to dismantle a little bit, bring it back down a little bit. And then they'll build a little higher next time. And then the next time they dismantle, they don't go down quite as far, but they never finish the building. You know what I mean? Do do you get like how guardians fans kind of feel a little bit betrayed or frustrated with that? Well, yeah, of course. And you know, if, if, if you, if you talk to the people who make the decisions there, um, they act like they have, arguably the tiniest revenue stream in baseball. And I don't know how it can be tinier than Tampa Bay or tinier than the Marlins, but it's in the running. At least that's how they describe it. And I think fans remember the teams of the 90s, and they have a hard time accepting that. I don't have access to their books. I don't really know. I have no reason to disbelieve them. But because that's the case... They're always going to be this until there's some other way to build revenue, and I don't know what that would be. Um, So the way they structure payroll is not necessarily in one year at a time type situation, but more in three to five year increments. And so if they have a chance to win, not just win a division, but win-win, then they'll go higher. 
but then ultimately at some point in the next three to five years, they're going to dip under, possibly way under, because that's the business plan. And it's look, it's frustrating to be a fan of a team like that, but it's based on what they say their revenues allow them to be. That's the best way I can, I can explain uh, and, and I understand the limitations of small market baseball. I get it. But if we're going to get technical about it, on paper, they're also top five in the game, richest ownership groups. When you when you tally up yeah. everybody else's net worth, yeah, no, I, look, I'm not arguing with that. That's why I try to phrase it as carefully as I yeah, could. Yeah, no, I, I understand. Now, Steve Cohen, I've heard this rumor that money's no object for him, so he doesn't care how much he has to dip into his personal wealth right. to do whatever. There are a few other owners like that. I don't think. You can describe the Guardians that way. Is that safe to say? It's just not going to change. When when have we seen evidence it's ever going to change? All right, Reds. Reds are, you know, seemingly in the market to improve themselves. They have a big series starting up tonight with the suddenly relevant Chicago Cubs. You would think that starting pitching would be an area that they'd want to go after. We talked about Michael Lorenzen from the Tigers. Does that make sense for him to go back to Cincinnati? Are you hearing anything about the Reds? Uh, Yeah. Um, I, I don't know that the Michael Lorenzen thing is going to happen. Um, I mean, there's a lot of teams on him. But I, I, look, the Reds understand that they need to improve pitching. Even though, I, last time I looked, I think they have the lowest team ERA of anyone in baseball since the All-Star break. They're, they're third but, overall in the month of July. We, talk, we talked about this. So the, right. you're right. They've had some success starting-wise. Yeah, but they... Look, they understand that what, Hunter, even if Hunter Green is coming back, uh, Lodolo is coming back, even with that, they need a veteran rotation presence. Um, and they're trying their best. But I, let, let me see if I can explain it this way. They're ahead of schedule. So if this were 2024, or this were 2025, and they were in this place in the standings, I think you see them be much more aggressive. Um, because they're ahead of schedule, I don't think they're ready to to trade a big prospect, certainly for a rent-a-starter, which is what Michael Lorenzen would be, um, and maybe not even for a controllable starter, though that's much more in the conversation. They're also in possible buy sell mode. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to read whether they will or won't do something, but I do think they understand they need to do something. They're in first place. Yeah. This is another one of those years where look around. When are the Cardinals going to be this bad? When are you going to have this opportunity to win this division without the Cardinals being a factor. That, to me, would change how I would operate if I were running that team. But I can't promise you that's going to change the way they operate at this deadline. Jason, we will talk about the aftermath of all of this next week. We look forward to it, buddy. I cannot wait for the aftermath. Oh, the aftermath is even more exciting. Jason's beef on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. And Jason promised us, Arby's for everyone. Yep. That is my favorite class in school, the aftermath. Because I hated math. Oh, this. What a dumb joke that was. Yeah.
All right, back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Two separate broken down cars to tell you about traffic sponsored by KFC. The first one eastbound on 270 over on the north outer belt after US 23 north side occupying your right lane. The other over in the west outer belt southbound on 270 between broad over to Georgeville. That one's off to the right firm. Slowdowns continue southbound 270, starting from Livingston over to East 70 East Side, and then it is a crawl because of a crash. US 23 northbound Orange to home as a result of that fender bender. KFC's new ultimate barbecue fried chicken sandwich is the chicken sandwich of summer. Extra crispy chicken topped with delicious honey barbecue sauce, hickory smoked bacon, onions, and pickles. It's a barbecue in every bite. That's finger licking good. I'm Lena for 97.1, the fan traffic. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. Timmy is here, but we did not invite him in tonight. Instead, my friend and yours. Tyvus Powell. You just, oh, you guys. Mm. You knew how to get to my heart. Mm. I, I appreciate you for that. Well, we wanted that. you to come in and talk about the fight. Oh, my goodness. From Saturday night because oh. Bone and I have no idea. Oh, my God. Terrence, Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence Jr. Oh, my God. We are in the dark about this. Did, we have no idea. Hang on. I do know what happened. I did see some highlights. Oh, I did not watch the fight live, but I did catch yeah, some of it. And wait, I saw, wait, I saw were all you the busy. End. Yeah, I was <laughs> at eleven, like eleven thirty on Saturday. Yeah, I was night. busy sleeping. sleeping. <laughs> What's wrong with y'all? Oh, I'm sleeping. Man, I was the hanging of the picture. Good. Thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> I had other things too. You got nothing. All right, so let me let's break this fight down. All right, so, come on. So you got time. you got Terrence Crawford, who's at the top of the game right now. So Terrence Crawford was going into the fight. He's thirty nine and up. He's a younger guy. No, he, no, was, he, was, older. he was two years older. Okay, he was thirty. Right. I think he's thirty five, and Errol Spence is thirty three. So Errol Spence is, I think he's twenty eight. No, going into the fight, right? right? So we're like, okay, this is Errol Spence got three belts. Terrence Crawford got one belt. Okay, so I'm like, all right, and they all the belts is on the line. All, all the right? belts. So we get into the fight, and Arrow comes out. I would say Arrow won the first round. You know, he comes out very aggressive, which is kind of different for him. You know, he's kind of a fundamentally sound boxer. Everybody says that his fundamentals is great. He throws the best straight jab and all that in the, all in right. the business. So round two, <laughs> round two comes out. How'd that go for old Arrow Spence? Oh my. God, he got annihilated. Look, got knocked down to the ground in, in round two, and I'm just I'm looking at the fight, and I'm just like, this is not fight of the year. Like, this is not how it's supposed to go. Like, you you see one guy beat up one, the next round, the next guy come. You seen the movies? You seen Creed and Rocky? Well, those are all scripted. Well, well, this should have been scripted. <laughs> <laughs> this, this right they here. They have that type. It's, it's called professional no, wrestling. You don't understand, Common Man. This 
this fight went from supposed to go back and forth yeah. to like a old fashioned Joe Jackson butt whooping. Just, like, just beat down. It, it was bad. Like yeah. he it, and then on top of that, Errol Spence is getting beat up bloody and whatnot, and yeah. he's smiling about it. So I think he was nervous. I think he realized he bit off more he can chew. Bud ended up just oh, excuse me. Terrence Crawford ended up just annihilating him, knocked him down two more times. So he got knocked down three times in the fight. They stopped it in the ninth round. It was it was just too much. Now, they're going to do this again, right? There's a rematch clause in there. There is a rematch clause in there, and they fought at 147, and Errol Spence says that at, in his point in his career, it's very tough for him to cut weight. So he would like to go to 154, which is a one class up. But, I mean, Terrence Crawford don't have to if he doesn't want to. So we'll see. They, he wants to do it again in December. I, I personally think that there's no reason. I mean, I get it. You lost all your belts. But if it was like back and forth, yeah, fight again. But this was just just a landslide. I don't yeah. even think he pinched Terrence Crawford. It was that bad. See, the most fascinating thing for me in boxing, uh, other than the obvious tolerance of pain and the willpower it takes to get into the ring and the mono mono all that stuff you know about boxing the thing that has always amazed me is that guys can talk about i'm only fighting at 147 or 154 <laughs> as for me that is a weekend of just eating my food i would like to eat that is like and oh, that's yeah, a healthy I, dump on monday <laughs> to get down to the hey, weight i made weight i hit the bathroom before i came in here see, and back down seven pounds we go these like, that's fighters it. they do so much to train for like errol spence i thought errol would at least make it close to some point where i actually thought he could win this fight because he said that you know he wasn't even sleeping with his girl anymore he said it was wow. about 10 weeks and he ain't had none no action so i said oh this man is gonna be possessed wow all that built up test testosterone maybe you that's know. not good for you i think he might need to you know you need to change that up yeah. next time <laughs> that's right next time maybe there's a different approach i think he, he needs uh, to go with the will chamberlain approach just, he next just time. says to her for the good of the fight yeah you need to do it's, it with me it's a it's a team effort that's that's thing. right you know, we, that's gotta, right. we gotta team up to win this all one. right well thank you for filling us in on this no problem next man. time there's a big fight i'm coming over to watch it there you go as long as two o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> That'll never happen. 11 o'clock at night, too late. Don't like it. Oh, my God. It was good. UFC fights and everything. No, forget about it. You know what? You got to take a nap. That's what you got. You got to take a nap. I nap and I'm still tired. That's that's bad. My wife jokes that I'm like a panda now. I don't, you know. I I sleep 20 hours a day and only get up to eat. I haven't took a nap in two years. You're a young man. I'm 29. That's young. With with two kids and a wife. Well, I got a kid and a wife. And I'm 43. And let me tell you something. You're going to be napping. <laughs> I, I, nah, it's not for me. You miss out on things when you nap. You've got 14 <laughs> years of life kicking <laughs> you in the head. You don't know what's in store you for you. Out. You know what? You're right. You do miss out on things when you nap. But I also, living the life of those things, I miss naps. Because I don't nap at all. And I miss them. Right, Buckeye Show's coming up next. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, Barbie and Oppenheimer continue to do wonders at the box office. Barbie now, just 12 days in release, worldwide has made $774 million. Somebody told me that you can see Oppenheimer's balls in this movie. Supposedly. Uh, I was not close enough to the screen to barely man see them. Balls There's some, in, in Oppenheimer. There, there are some some nude scenes, so just be aware. Uh, though that movie is also doing very, very well 
Uh, it is... What is the number I just saw for it? Hold on. Let me find it again. Naked Man. Oh, there's, 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 a, there's a couple scenes of... Uh, People get it on, to, to put it nicely. That is, that is uh, terrible. Oppenheimer is only made $400 million in maybe, the same time. Maybe they'd make that extra $300 million if you didn't have some naked well, man balls. You know, in India and a couple other places, too, there's a scene where one of the actresses in the movie, she does have her top off, but she's seated. Mm-hmm. And they CGI'd a black dress onto her where she's... Otherwise, in the all the other... Oh, in India, they can't the show world, that? You see the the top is. They leave the balls in. The convert. Will you stop? <laughs> Will you stop with that? that is, there was no sports in this movie, Mike. I just want to be clear. It was all about war and atomic weaponry and things like it. that. I got it. So now you know. All right, Buckeye Show coming up next. Uh, Tyvis and Timmy will talk about naked man balls. <laughs> Crew at seven thirty. We'll yeah, see you tomorrow. You Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Traffic sponsored by eBay Motors as you wrap up your commute. So do most of the issues out on the roads are starting to clear, like US 23 northbound between Orange over to home. That earlier wreck still out there, still causing some minor tie-ups. A broken down car has your right lane occupied eastbound to 70 after US 23 north side. An earlier wreck clearing out US 270 southbound between Broad over to Georgeville from the right berm. And construction continues causing slowdowns. Highway 745 both ways. Shut down between Moore Road as you make your way over to US 42. You do anything to keep your vehicle happy. Let's make sure it stays running smoothly. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, the right parts are just a click away. When you see the green check, you know that part will fit. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only, and of course, exclusions apply. I'm Lena for 97.1, the fan traffic. It's a fan action update. The Guardians are back within a half game of the Twins, and the Reds are now up a half game on the Brewers. Use promo code ClumbusFan for your first bet bonus up to $250. Win or lose on Superbook Sports. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Cleveland is a plus 160 underdog to the Astros tonight. The Reds are plus 105 underdogs taking on the Cubs and are plus 160 to win the division. For your Superbook Action Update, I'm Scotty Vegas. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.